2: Welcome
1: to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast.
2: If you like a lauder, why does he do that? Where did that start from? It's a catchy song. It's it's the theme song to Club. I know it's Club. Oh yeah, yeah. but like, why did he? Why did he keep doing it? Join our cults. Hello, everyone. He, he likes niche references and stuff, doesn't he? He Does no?
3: Um, We're mainstreamers. Piss us. Every but, single thing mentioned on this podcast, the whole world knows about.
2: And welcome to the Coldaholic Wrestling Podcast, not video podcast necessarily, as Matthew often says, for some reason, I don't know why he does that, uh, but it is available in both video and audio formats. I'm Jack from coldaholic.com and I'm joined by Sam, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. And Ross, how are you doing? I'm titivated. Uh, titivated. Titivated.
3: titivated. Tittivated. Motivated with a bit of titillation well. Excellent
2: stuff. Well, we're <laughs> going to do very... Well, it's going to be a, mainly the normal podcast format, but we're also going to do a little bit of a review of Money in the Bank as well. Uh, if some things are slightly out of date, that's because at the time of recording, it is currently midweek. And at the time this goes out, we'll be in bloody Las Vegas. Excuse me. Las yeah. Vegas, Nevada for StarCast 2 and Double or Nothing. AE Dubs. AE... Dubs, right. Um I don't know what, what, what does Matthew normally do at this point before the news? Says
3: something awkward, we have a bit of back and forth, uh, and then uh, we we'll do the news. How are you doing, pal? So, uh, that, that lovely. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll reach.
2: How are you? All right? Are you alright? And then... I'm gone. It.
3: Gone. To the. He puts on the Geordie more than he would in normal life. Yeah.
2: Man. Well, I was just gone and...
3: Gone
1: and doing him. And I said, wait. Um, and then I what? walk past the burn,
2: and I nick this milk fluid. And, and I sparked this granny. That's Matthew? Yeah. Um, so you'll do this sometimes to me as well. He'd be like, so you cross ask how he's doing. Then he goes to me, like, you're me, right? Right now. He goes yeah. like, and how are you doing, pal? <laughs> and then just reply. Just say, how are you doing? Why? Right, yeah. And he goes, just doesn't say anything. <laughs> and I'm like, well, You just asked me a question. Anyway. Should we just? Crack is crack this on? just the trash Matthew? I did.
1: <laughs> Whenever anybody's not here, we just trash him. I like Matthew, me. I
2: and like Matthew. He's a nice guy, is he? He is a nice guy. He brought a
3: five-star wrestling t-shirt in your life, so that's... It's made your life though. He's alright, isn't he?
2: He's um, on his he's on his way to Vegas as we <coughs> speak right now. Bless you. Um, oh. and he's uh, he's worried that he's gonna get murdered in cold blood by Vampira. Well, we're
3: all gonna get murdered by Vampira at <sighs> one stage of life. He'll be down Liddles one day got... and he'll fly in. Coffin will be there ready.
1: Boom. He's, Nailing the coffin. He, no, he's just got he's got vampira to worry about. We've got Taz. I've got um, Nick Gage to worry about. Nick Imagine Gage? That yeah. If you're in Liddles one
3: day and you just hear Vampiro's music start playing, you know what's well, going happen.
1: Well, you'd hear a fart first because he farted audibly on
2: stream before that happened. <laughs> yeah, in <and> that <laughs> same show when he wanted to play his music. I've got Nick Gage to worry about because he had to go at Squirtle on Twitter. And for some reason, I talk about Squirtle in my bio on Twitter. So I just thought, well, I need to reply now because people are tagging me in it. So I just put, he put like, Squirtle's the worst. And if you still play Pokemon at this age, then you're just a uh, so you. Or other, and I just replied right then. And now I'm worried that he's going to just go.
1: Are you, uh, are you allowed to be part of the Squirtle Squad if you are one of the Becky boys?
2: Oh, yes, of course. I'm one of the Becky boys. Check out our money know. in the bank I think, reaction.
1: I think we'll, we'll ask Michael Cole about that. Cool. What was I in again? The Lacey Lads. Lacy Lads. 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 Yes. I'm yes. the Lacy Lads.
2: Right. Should we do some, some bloody news then? Let's podcast. Mm. Yeah. Go on, then. Oh, I thought there was like a... There's no cut, There's there? no cut. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> we do the little ramble. I thought, news! I thought Cal's voice would come in and be like, it's the news no, now. No. Oh, no, right, no, okay. Go on. All right, then.
1: Professional. What are you want about Cal? It, it's <laughs> that bloke from Britain's Got Talent. We've got loads of money, us.
2: So it's the talk of the town, All Elite Wrestling. Uh, who on earth is Hangman Page going to wrestle? Because obviously PAC is not on the show now. It's been cancelled, officially announced by All Elite Wrestling, um, as, as we all kind of knew beforehand anyway. Why? Because...
3: Pac. Did Pack say no? Did Drangate say no? Can't work out which one? He's,
1: he's in our intro for our Vegas show, is he? Oh my, he's name dropped in it. Don't spoil the intro. No, they're not going to see it. All right. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Only the live crowd will see it. So. Oh yeah. Come and see that if you like. yeah. yeah.
3: If you're in Vegas. Come Aye, in yeah. to, we're you doing in Vegas. Tough. We might upload it to the channel a later date. We might
2: not. We're yes. doing two shows in the Tuscany Suites. Um, one on Friday at 1 p.m. 1 p.m. And one yep. on Sunday at 3.30 p.m.? 3.30 p.m. Well, you the main
3: what? event on Sunday. We are closing the show before the after-party thing. Nice. Wonderful. Don't want to, you know, it just means we're a big deal, doesn't it? The Cult of Hot Wrestling
2: Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um Now, uh I think it was some, I don't know exactly, Ross, but it was some combination of Pac and Dragon Gate that said no, because he's their champion at the moment and he's being kept very strong. He doesn't lose to anybody. And apparently, according to Meltzer, he wasn't going to lose to Hangman Page. He was going to beat him, but it would have moved him potentially into a feud with Kenny Omega, which he would have lost. And either Park or Dragon Gate went, no.
1: He's loyal well, yeah, like I, dog, I, isn't he? But I, yeah. I I, can see Dragon Gate not wanting him to lose to Kenny Omega. He's New Japan's former top guy. Yep. And they are the rising second biggest company in Japan. Yep. So, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand it, but it's not fun, is it? No, it's not. But, you know, is is Pac off the show, off the show for good? Or I is think he so. Yeah. I think oh, he is. Well. Uh,
2: they did the match. Uh, I've written it down. They did the match in England, in Nottingham, for WrestleGate Pro. So Pac was in the ring. He was already booked on that show. He was cutting a promo. Uh, Dave Bradshaw was on commentary for it. Right? Yeah, of oh, course.
3: That made me laugh. It did. Losing his mind. Nice to hear Dave again. Yeah. Dave's a fantastic commentator. He he's great. Um it's just been a while since I've heard his voice. Yeah. It gets um, so passionate, doesn't he? Makes you
1: care. Like he's like Jim Ross in that respect, isn't
2: he? He's great on Twitter as well. He's totally in kayfabe. If a heel does something at the show, he's like on Twitter, like, you're, you're a disgusting the one,
1: <laughs> person. The one thing he doesn't do is like Matt Stryker, when Matt Stryker would go, uh, when it'd be like, Matt, if you could just remain quiet for this title match intro, down the headsets, and it would be like, this match is scheduled for one fall. Shots being fired and at then Matt he'd, Stryker by Sam go, Driver here. And then he'd go like this, like so quietly, you could barely hear it. One fall. Like that. And it would just be like, you I wouldn't have a bad word like <laughs> said about
3: Matt Stryker in my presence. <laughs> <laughs> I struck with a special relationship with him. We did one video together. So uh, he was always really two sound Two together, I think. He was like properly sound. WTF, with me. and then every time you'd yeah. see me, just at the shows, you'd just swear and walk off. He
2: did that to me Shout a couple of times. Face. It was funny. Yeah. yeah. So they had the match at WrestleGate <laughs> Pro. Uh it ended with a DQ. Hangman Page looked like he was about to win. So Neville booted the ref in the balls. Hangman Page what hit him with the bastard. big shot lariat, Uh but there was no pinfall. The referee just went, Oh, DQ him. And everyone was red, right disappointed. But it was, it had the makings of a very good match, which is sad because they could have had a really, really good match. Do you in think this might,
1: this might call back to the old IWF days with Richard Tubman and that? They'll bring balls of steel in to ref the next match so that can't happen. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> You're full of <laughs> niche references
2: today. Somebody's got to do it. Um, now, his opponent is still yet to be announced, but they have made a big sign in, all elite wrestling have, and it's Sean Spears, a.k.a. Ty Dillinger. Um, he's in the Battle Royale, isn't he? He's in the Casino Battle Royale it on the British PlayStation. You'll never
1: guess. Guess which number? I think it must have been, like, just bear with me. Was it 10? It was 10? <laughs> oh, the I 10 of diamonds, it. I believe. Cease and desist. Nah. I can't, like, I, I imagine they're just sat there foaming at the mouth, <laughs> waiting for
2: him to say the words perfect. He's got to change or, it to nine like... now. <laughs> nine. Um, yeah, they've been doing these little videos, if you haven't seen, on Twitter, where there's like a, a woman, she's like a like a blackjack dealer, I guess, and she gives them a card. Uh, Glacier's got one. Um, she's a terrible dealer, because she's just thrown one card out to an empty table every time. Yep. Um, <laughs> have a go at the dealer. <laughs> um, and everyone else just sort of kept their card a secret, because the card determines which suit you're in, and then the suits enter as a, fa- like, a, all at once, Is it all at once? Is it at a stage of this battle royal? So there's four. It's a twenty-one man battle royal. There's four groups of five. Did Jeff Jarrett write this? No. There's four maybe. There's four groups of five, Um, and then the match starts with the first five in the ring. Whatever suit the first one is, it's not being revealed yet. Then the next batch of five. Then the next batch of five until there's twenty, and then the last person, whoever draws the joker, is the is the last person in little twist on the Royal Rumble See, that's why format. I got
3: confused. I thought once you got your suit, then there was another draw to put the, the suit in an order. But I, I, like, I, like, just... I like it. It's a bit I different. think it's all
2: right. Yeah. Um, why why so wouldn't just you be... Going the ring. Ah! With <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. laughs> Braveheart or something. <laughs> that's true. Um, who's going to get the ace of spades? Jimmy Havoc. Triple H. Triple H. H. Triple H, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. maybe. Um, now, uh, they all kept <laughs> their cards a secret, but Ty Dillinger showed his and went, when the chips are down... or oh, Sean Spears. He went, when the chips are down, you bet on yourself. And then one of the Young Bucks replied, like, we told you under no circumstances to show your car to the camera. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that's obviously... It was a thing that was widely speculated on when he left WWE because he's Cody's pal. Um, and... They uh, were going to do that faction, weren't they? With Tyler Breeze, the beautiful men in just suits. being handsome? Yeah. Well, I can't, you can't get... There must have had to be heels because you can't get behind that. No, like we can't. What, no. Well, that means I can't. I most very definitely could. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would envy them from afar. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, it's all shaping up to be a pretty pretty big show. And also, of course, we will speculate on uh, Puck's replacement at the end of this podcast. Now, we do need to talk about the next bit of news, which is pretty nasty stuff. It sadly concerns the tragic death of Ashley Mazzaro at the age of 39, and all the sort of details that have emerged since then because of her... Is it pronounced affidavit or affidavit? Affidavit. Affidavit. Um, which, uh, her statement, essentially, from the trial, from the concussion trial, when all the rest wrestlers yeah. got together... Um, and filed a lawsuit against WWE which has since been thrown out uh, but hers was released recently and has understandably gained a lot of traction because we won't go into the full details but it's shocking it's really shocking stuff specifically um, her uh, well she got basically sexually attacked, sexually assaulted in, uh, during a tour of the Middle East and uh, it's implied that Vince McMahon encouraged her to cover it up and it's just very grim, it's just very grim yeah I don't there's, know what else we can
1: really say about it. No, there's a lot of really telling things in that um, document. And it's out there. You can find yeah. it. And I know I found it through Brian Last's Twitter account. It's a account. hard
2: read, man. When I was reading it, I was like, oh, so just yeah. be warned if you're going to read it. It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's not
1: easy reading. But no. it's it's something that I think
2: will interest a lot of people. Yeah, so. um, We'll see where it goes from there. There's not much more we can really speculate on it. And and also, of course, we just want to wish all of our uh, family and friends... Our deepest sympathies. It's really tragic news, and she was so young as well, thirty-nine. Yeah, it's yeah. no age. No. Um, and also, I guess our final news piece we should run down. I was going to say in slightly lighter news, but everyone's going to kick off about this. There's another super showdown. They're going back to Saudi Arabia. No, they're always in Australia. It's fine. No, no it's super showdown. It's this in time. Jeddah.
3: You don't know where that is. It's just Jeddah. That's X. what they say. Right. Okay, it's, right. In it's an Australia
2: international show in Jeddah, Australia. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Um, the super showdown card so far is Sam's dream match: Undertaker versus Goldberg.
3: I am so oh, intrigued, me.
2: I can't it wait. It can't go
3: any
1: longer than three minutes.
3: No,
2: it's going to no. go ten. It'll go
1: ten. I don't think it'll go ten. It it'll can go, it go, go ten. Goldberg didn't do not think it will go 10 10 goldberg did not do 10 minute matches in his minutes. prime. Look, they can go ten minutes by stalling their asses off. You Does can that get to ten minutes. minutes. Uh, that's doable. No, no, belt, <laughs> belt the bell. The entrances like, are going to be longer than the match. The entrances will be longer so. than the match, but you're, you're looking at, like, belt a bell, maybe f- between five and ten minutes. I hope it's just I'd like say, WrestleMania 33. I'd say eight maybe. minutes. WrestleMania 33, just do that. All the
3: finishes. they have <laughs> all got five finishes stored up.
2: Boom, 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 boom. Mm.
3: Get out there. Nah. Uh,
2: there's a... Hour-long f- time on the patrol. There's a 50-man battle royal. The biggest battle royal the biggest ever. Ba- I How is that going to be good? They're the all going to stand in the ring.
3: Guess what the number was of the, the previous biggest battle royal.
1: Was it... Was it um, 30? It was 41. 41. Oh. On
3: an episode of SmackDown. 41 <laughs> men in the ring at one time. I
2: don't know why. Stacks. It took me so long to pull a number. I was like, was it? Was it? <laughs> like, my life depended on it. Um. There's also Triple H versus Randy Orton in a non-sanctioned match, so it just shouldn't take place. They've not sanctioned it. He doesn't like doing oh, it Oh, no, this is things. what they do.
1: That That's going to be like, just halfway through the show, they just cut the feed off. Yeah, stop
2: that. Stop that. We None did. of this. We didn't Back sanction it. In. it. Vince, Vince bends them over and spanks their bums. You've advertised it as non-sanctioned. What do you not think we're going to notice, lads? Come on, yeah. is this because do you think that someone saw the Triple H Batista match and liked it at WrestleMania and want to do oh, another one?
1: Maybe, maybe they need to uh, brawl around the car park and very, like, carefully avoid all of the super expensive hypercars. <laughs> that'd be did. really good. Like just like throwing him and he's having to stop himself short. Vince was just so ashamed he didn't want to sanction
3: it himself. Yeah, uh. you can have twenty minutes, lads. Just you know, just do it. Get out of there. Um,
2: there's also uh, Ross's dream match on the same card as Sam's dream match. We've also got Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon. The two cool. best in the world. The two best it? in I the think, world. KFave. So, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Um, it's going to be an intriguing battle between you know the two best in the world today. <laughs> I wonder who will come out on top. I just can't can't figure <laughs> figure out how Shane's going to win this one. Um If, he, no spear him and pin him, if he puts
1: blue contact in and spears in, can we just stop and just think way. about shame
3: McMahon pin clean pinning Roman Reigns? it will get massive heat. Oh,
2: I wouldn't. It's not can. It the table moves. Hmm? Oh, because you, you, you got an right, erection. Because yeah. you got an erection on the yeah. table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kofi <Kobe laughs> Kingston versus Kobe Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE title. We'll talk about how that came about a little bit later on when we do the Raw and SmackDown recap. Uh, Finn Balor versus Andrade for the IC Not title. Not just Finn
3: Balor though; it's the, it's demon. the demon. Oh, yeah. oh. Andrade's Andrade has no chance. Don't even get on the plane. <laughs>
2: yeah. What's he doing? Um, and the match that we're almost looking forward to, of course, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. I can't wait for I that. didn't even realise it was on the card until I checked Wikipedia. I, I do A big stare down on Raw backstage. Oh yeah, right.
1: yeah hey, large.
2: It's gonna be amazing.
1: That like delayed vertical <sighs> suplex, a couple of big like throws and that, a brawn move.
2: A Braun move, do you reckon? A bobby move, a is, pin. Before we move on to our money in the bank review, do you reckon that this is going to be better or worse than Crown Jewel? Rank the three, that's not Bre- what you should be asking. Greatest Royal Rumble, Crown you should Jewel. be
3: asking if it's better or worse than WrestleMania. Well, that's in We're the, the, the trailer, best WrestleMania isn't it? ever. 17 is it going to be it's, better? Well, no, than it, it's, it's as
1: good as if not better than Mania, we already know that. So, uh, the, the thing that because it's Super Showdown though, so it, it can't be a Saudi Arabia show because they
2: named the Australian one Super yeah, Showdown. You've made that joke already, that's, I know, you know. <laughs> but um, look at it. Uh, what do you mean? It's in Australia? It's because the other Super Showdown was in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Is that all the joke was, Sam? Yes. Oh man! My- <laughs> I was like, time ahead in knots thinking, What does he mean? Is there a thing? Just I've repeating it at you, mate. I see. Um, I reckon this could be worse than Crown Jewel, but I don't think it will be.
3: I mean, there are a few good matchups. Like Crown Jewel is bad. Much as nobody will care about with Ziggler and Kofi will be good. Reigns and Shane will be funny. Yep. Triple H Norton will be funny. Undertaker <laughs> and Goldberg is just intriguing. Of the world, the end of the world, and back. Yeah, the Battle Royal will be a hoot. It always is. It might be all right. It'll be a house show. Which is the always. worst
1: out of the three, though? Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Oh, I thought Crown, Crown Grace Jewel Rumble then. was dire Baba though. Tundee
2: was there though. Grace. Yeah. <laughs> Grace Rumble was really like boring. Because that's just, what, uh, like,
1: that's what I hated about, the, about that one the most. I think was just it Crown Jewel was like the room. Super so yeah. Showdown was just a
3: solid show, wasn't it? Just a show. Yeah. Yeah. Not one you want to go to, but like, it was just a show, wasn't it? Well, was just a big house show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Buddy Murphy got his big win. Yeah. yeah Iconics got their bigger win. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a shame we've got to watch it, really, isn't it, for our jobs? Totally Would you be watching <laughs> it if you, if you weren't like working on it? I I, I'd catch like the highlights. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't watch the full thing.
2: Um, speaking of something we did watch in full, let's talk about Money in the Bank on Sunday. Mm. It was uh, an incident-packed show, I think it's fair to say, and one that got kind of mixed reviews, but I think generally people sort of... Have slanted positively on it. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I liked the the show. Fun show. Um, The pre-show, the Usos beat Brian and Rowan clean. It wasn't for the titles, but the Usos won anyway. Um, Any thoughts on that match at all? It was good, wasn't it? It was quite a good match. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Rowan. It didn't make much sense as to why they didn't like sort
1: of challenge for it. But obviously, if they were winning, they didn't want the hot shot those belts over. Uh, I thought it would have been better if challenged they challenged because they could have lost still and it would have kept them both looking strong. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It was a decent match. Eric yeah. Rowan stole the show, though, for the entire night, though, plus not many new moves.
2: Jackhammer? Oh, yeah, the jackhammer and the whisper in the wind. That one not Rowan, though. <laughs> that <wasn't> Rowan, though. <laughs> no, no. Imagine. Wow. <laughs> um, then on to the main show, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match was won by Bailey uh, after she stopped Sonia and Mandy because Mandy was being helped up the ladder physically by Sonia. I was quite a cool finish.
3: Yeah. Oh, it was a fun match. A bit short, but it yeah. was a few, like, what's the word? I It's A few good things happened,
2: didn't it? Yeah. Into- yeah. What, what's the word I'm looking for?
3: Interesting. Intriguing. New things we haven't seen before. Innovative. Innovative. There you go. Few of them. Spots with the ladders.
2: The eclipse as well from the ladder on the outside right. into the ring. Yeah.
3: Silly woman. <laughs> but Ember, Wiped herself out, <laughs> didn't
2: she? She was ready to climb the ladder. She was all <laughs> writhing around. Um, Carmella had an injury, but it wasn't real. Had it looked th-
3: real, because she looked legitimately pissed off. She says, you got me, oh. to Mandy, when she went again at
1: her. So yeah, but then they took, her out. they took her out down the front. They made the cameras linger on her. She was limping like this. She put out a tweet saying Mandy was unsafe,
2: then deleted it. Whoa! Wow! That
3: was a cat noise, that. <laughs> <Bloody> <laughs> <enough>. <laughs>
2: because um, Yeah, Bailey won. I uh, liked the ending where she stared at them across the ladder. It was a nice dramatic moment and then just pushed them off. Yeah. And uh, her career got reinvigorated. It did. And you could tell the crowd was really pleased that she won. It was a big popular choice to win, unlike the other money. Well, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, next, on to the United States title match and the first of many odd refereeing moments on the show. Yes. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Samoa Joe. He's the new United States champion. And I think this makes him. A Grand Slam, it's the first well. ever
3: time he's won that in WCW or WWE.
2: Wow, nice. Um, in about a minute, uh, after he broke Smurjo's nose with his sack cock. with his cock and balls, Smurjo's <laughs> nose was badly broken, his eyes were blackened. And um, then Rey Mysterio reversed, I think it was a powerbomb into like a head scissors and pinned him. And Joe's shoulder was just he's got a hunchback, he was he was <laughs> so lying he on his be side, yeah, never be he was
1: lying on his side. <laughs> like he was genuinely one arm up just halfway up to getting, getting himself back on his feet really I was I was aghast I, was...
3: I think they were going to make it into an angle I think it was meant to favor, be done I think like... it was meant com- to be done the commentators made a big deal about it but then uh, Rey Mysterio separated his shoulder didn't he legitimately so they couldn't do anything with it right. really Joe cut a promo on Raw I think I think I remember that happening where he said "Oh, you didn't pin me give me t- give me title back set a good example for little Dominic or oh, Big Dominic, sorry. Big Dom. So maybe it was meant to happen, this one. I maybe. don't know. It was still so... It was they didn't do it like subtly that, like, you know, you could really make something out of it. It was just so blatant. It was like, you, you're a tit.
2: Yeah. I, I read a, a rumor on Reddit or somewhere about um, apparently these refereeing mistakes might be on purpose to help everybody kind of move on from the main event of WrestleMania. Ooh. By hammering home the fact the referees aren't very good. I know, it doesn't really make much sense. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just read it, all right? It wasn't me.
3: They should make kid Hawkins the referee. Do you remember that
2: time he was a referee on Raw? He was a perfect referee. Unbelievable. Ref- or oh, was it Heath Slater? Was Kirk Hawkins the good, the Kirk good, good guy? Kirk Hawkins, like, spotted yeah. everything. Oh. Eyes in the back of his head and everything. That's his natural calling. I know. Um, so that, oh, and then Joe obviously beat down Rey Mysterio in front of his son, and Dominic did nothing. Absolutely nothing. But well, yeah, he just sort of sat there. Like, what's he going to do? What yeah, to be? Is a white mod
3: Samojo with a six one night?
2: Yeah. And then don the mask. Put
3: it twelve
1: two eighteen. Imagine just he, he just size. unmasks his dad and just puts <laughs> it on. Apparently that's where they're going with it though. I've read something was that Alvarez speculating? They better go the angle of Dominic ripping it off his face <laughs> and taking it for himself. Well, Ray will get down on one knee. And then <laughs> and then they have to have like a match to end all matches and Dominic ends up kayfabe killing his dad essentially.
3: I hope it goes to a cage match at SummerSlam though, with Samojo and Dominic. <laughs> I just want to see Dominic get hurt. I don't like him. Whoa. Seems like a don't nice... like the haircut, don't like the clothes, don't like the glasses. Hipster.
2: Not. not got time you like Richard Tubman? I like him. He's and
3: different. He... Than him. Nice guy. Him. Oh. Haven't met Dominic. All right, yeah. he could be a dick.
2: Um, next up, it was our favourite match of the evening, obviously. Shane McMahon defeating The Miz again in a cage match this time. A weird refereeing where, first, The Miz had Shane in a figure four and Shane crawled to the ropes and the referee was like, nope. And the commentary team really hammered home there's no rope breaks in a cage match then you know Shane crawled out of the ring got a chair and the match continued and then later on Miz hit Shane with a skull crushing finale onto the chair and Shane got his foot on the ropes and the ref went that's a rope break that
3: they didn't make anything on Smackdown which I thought was the biggest load of bollocks they could have oh, yeah, just like Shane McMahon going like oh I paid that referee ha 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 i McMahon yeah but this was just le- legitimate brain fart by the referee. Apparently,
1: one of the referees tweeted something out which clarified, like, it can be a rope break for this, but it can't be a rope break oh, for that. Bull bollocks. Like, no.
2: Bull bollocks. Uh, commentary were, they just acknowledged it openly. They were like, the oh, yeah. The referees made a mistake.
1: The uh, the, 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 the bull s chance from the crowd. Michael Cole was even like, the WWE Universe are not very happy really? with this referee's
2: decision. It's like, if they're going to acknowledge those chants, you've messed up, Meg. Yeah. <laughs> The match continued. Uh, Shane kicked out of a picture perfect frog splash from the Miz. And <laughs> <laughs> a that. scroll
3: cushion for an artist of the chair. He got his fucking ropes for killed that. Killed a normal man.
2: Yeah, yeah, it would. Um, so Shane's just the hardest man ever. Yeah. After taking all this punishment, Miz went for the slingshot thing, and Shane just immediately regained all of his strength in midair. Yep. Scuttled up the cage, <laughs> got to the top. Shane caught him. He was teasing a superplex back into the ring, but then Shane.
3: Slipped out his clothes. <laughs> I loved it, it, me. I thought it was a fantastic <laughs> way to end. Uh, yeah it was it novel it keeps
1: it going potentially
3: uh, I, d- I don't want to see anymore after that slipping out the clothes thing That's no I want an, an Inferno match next George
1: you <laughs> can't you can't slip out over a flaming rope <laughs> let's see how they handle
3: that one George can't be in that match
1: imagine how sweaty Shane would get as well I know surrounded by fire George would get cooked kennel from hell match would do that
3: with George around the side of the ring yeah just George Not... being the <laughs> <dog>. <laughs> I just missed George mate. I can't believe he wasn't there
2: yeah, uh, he didn't even feature at all. Nah, too busy making
3: his a gold in the form of George, but they never
1: capitalised on it.
2: Next up, the Cruiserweight Championship match, which was bumped to the main show. Sam, thoughts?
1: Uh, about time. Okay. About time. Uh, five Live gets tret like a second class show uh, because it's it's like an hour long and it's only over two matches long and it's all the smaller guys and it's just all the flippy stuff and there's no storylines and it's come a long way from th- those times when it was like very much just exhibition style matches with smaller flippier guys. Uh, I'll and... tell you what I, was
3: we- I thought was weird though. At the start of the- whoever entered first, they did like a wide shot of the entire arena Yeah. Thousands just streaming it It's because nobody best. watches it. Like, nobody watches I don't know, why it. Why would you highlight that,
1: though? Well, I think they, they just have these things pre-programmed. You sort of, when you're, like, live directing shows and stuff, if you need to direct attention away from something or you need a wide shot, then you have to throw to it. and there's, You can't fake some of that stuff like, people are walking out they're walking out um, but more people need to watch 205 Live and hopefully this got it in front got their product in front of more people yeah. I don't think it was the best advert personally it was a nice little match I know but I, it was flippy enough and if it you was want exciting an, enough if you want an advert on the main show
3: you don't pick Aria Davari, do you because he's very much like the sort of antiposis of everything they do on that show antipisist I'm having a stroke today so <laughs> stressed about this
1: trip I, well, Davari's not that much of an antithesis. He, like, he's, not, he's not a super flippy guy, but he's, the whole show's about being 205 pounds and under. It's not about being flippy. That uh, so, was when Buddy Murphy was there. Exactly, and that's why Buddy Murphy's moved on, and it's sort of, I think Where they're going to try and... He's on the main roster, so you'll never see him again. It's on SmackDown. He's probably out on, on the road somewhere doing house shows. He did an unaired <laughs> promo two weeks ago, I think which was
3: on the YouTube channel but not the main show. Oh yeah. That where, that's, that's, that's where that's come. He had a he had <laughs> a
1: hero's return to full sail for that one match, yeah, which was amazing, Dream. like yeah. absolutely amazing. But mm. uh, no, I don't think I think it's going to be a long time before we see Buddy Murphy again.
2: Uh Tony Neese got the win, kicking out of all of DeVore's biggest moves before hitting him with our favorite finisher here at coldaholic.com, the running niece. It's funny cuz it's like sounds like niece but it, it also sounds like Nice cuz it's a, its his name. Oh god creative geniuses down there on two or five Live uh, then we had the first of Becky Lynch's two title defences her versus Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's Championship which and to Lacey me got jipped. felt like a oh yeah there's more weird refereeing in this yeah. one yeah this
3: was unbelievable this so it do you want to explain what happened the roll up Lacey just rolled her up referee goes ah, can't four, get seconds. Here. Four, <laughs> four seconds four seconds her shoulders were down and a second later Becky reverses that roll up into the
1: disarmor <laughs> <laughs> taps out straight my away my favourite thing own. when we were watching it and you were like it wasn't four seconds there was no <laughs> yeah. way let's count it and we got to four and you were like fair enough yeah it was four <laughs> yeah. um, but I thought Lacey did well because a lot of people have been rightfully
3: so after the Royal Rumble I guess where she had a bit of a, a bit of a bad time there's been her in ring abilities and whatnot. but I thought she did really well
1: you've got to think of the Royal Rumble that was I think what was that her first match in front of more than maybe 500 people more than people? NXT yeah, yeah.
3: She had so, a few with, like when they used to do the takeover things like uh, sorry the uh, weekly NXT shows before the takeover. She had a few matches on those. I, yeah. remember,
2: I remember thinking she was a standout in the May Young Classic she was in, but I don't know what whether that was because she was wrestling against more experienced indie sort of women who could carry her to a better match. But yeah, I, I think that she did all right in Money in the Bank. And she, I like that little
3: moonsault thing she does where she's on the floor and she like rolls back and pooh. Mm. Ooh, it's lovely,
2: fluid it's a bit Liquid like Alexa, Alexa Blisters are similar with the knees her knees remember, uh, Disney's.
1: she did this thing in NXT which she hasn't done yet on the main roster but um, she like when somebody was downed and she'd just do press ups on them oh like Scotty like, Stein just taunting them just mm-hmm.
2: like on them oh I see like it's horrible
1: Lacey
3: maths
2: um, <laughs> <laughs> then Becky Lynch headed to the back but she was cut off by Charlotte Flair it was their match right now um, what a Charlotte, beautiful smile Charlotte was hammering it up big time wasn't she she was she was loving it Uh, Becky was like, all right then, okay. They got in the ring. They had a pretty decent match as well. Uh, I think Becky did a good job of gradually selling her exhaustion as the match went on. Um, And then Charlotte set her up for the natural selection on the apron. Becky held on the rope. Charlotte fell to the outside. And then who should burst down the ramp again? But Lacey Evans, big women's right into the face of Becky. Charlotte got back in the ring. There was a roll-up to swerve us all for a second. Uh, But then Charlotte kicked out and beat her with a boot. A big, big old boot. test, big boot, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so Becky's only one champion now. Uh, but it wasn't the end of the segment because then, gosh, what do we think about this? Bailey ran down. The crowd were loving it. Anyone want to give any thoughts on how you enjoyed this? Sorry, I, I was waiting for someone <laughs> to jump in. I was just rambling on. I'm not used to this. I, I like
3: it because it means Bailey's like, the, the. it's come full circle. She's gone from being the, the idiot who couldn't work out the kendo stick to being a proper fighting woman mm. with a championship belt again.
1: Have we seen her use a kendo
2: stick since? That's a weakness, that. That's a weakness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now all three of the horsewomen... Well, three of the horsewomen are in prominent positions, and we didn't see a sign of Sasha Banks. Do you reckon whatsoever.
3: that's on purpose? Like that post they put on social so she, media. Oh that, oh, that was great! Yeah. Don't quit, be legit, ha, ha.
2: bitch. But she did. She has. <laughs> she tried to quit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's very strange, isn't it? Um, I wonder if they're planning to bring her back or if she genuinely wants to leave. But I'm pleased for Bailey. I think that she had, has had a rough time on the main roster. Um, especially because she was one of my favorite parts of NXT. Back she's in- yeah, yeah, a favorite I, part. Of I just I hope that it means we're going to
1: see a lot more character development for Bailey. Yeah. Uh, because it, it it's only got so far with the whole she's like this weird adult that's also a child. Uh, like that's and it, we get it. You know, it's fun and the character, but it doesn't mean that there can't be depth there. Yeah, yeah. And I think with
3: the belt, we can hopefully see some depth. Mm. She said she's said goodbye to the hugs on SmackDown. Sam's so it's started. Whoa. Whoa. She's not going to start hugging people anymore. Oh. Well,
1: what's that awkward guy going to do on the ramp?
3: Awkward guy. Is it a picture of Becky Lynch? Oh my oh, God, God! No. Why did pe- oh. if you're at home and you want to do that, the people at meet and greets and whatnot? What's so Becky, you, you're going to do the old. Yeah. What's that ghost? <laughs> <laughs> like that around Becky Lynch, basically, but round a bit lower down. And Betty's like got her fist cocked you right there smack like him. That, oh, like I felt that. so sorry for her. Yeah, what member so
1: of security weird. allowed that to happen? So weird. Yeah. Just stop doing it, people. Yeah. Like you, you, your usual meet and greet
2: photos, just like handshake, <laughs> or oh, yeah. The fist sometimes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, God. It's uh, like those pictures in bed with Sonny. Oh, oh. To be I fair, think I, I would have, I one, think I would have one, I think one of those. That was hilarious.
2: Sure. The fact that they brought a bear. <laughs> to be fair, that was Sonny's corner. idea. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I think so. I think that was Sonny's idea. She must have green-lighted it, whereas I can't imagine Becky was all right with that. But yeah. well, you can see from her fists, yeah, as you she's well, Once she's spank, out of prison, huh? you'll be able to talk to her on Skype
1: again. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> you might be able to get
2: yourself Let me know when pictures. she's out,
3: Sam. I'll make sure to get indulgent in that sort of stuff.
2: <laughs> um... Next match was Roman Reigns versus Elias. It almost didn't happen because Elias jumped Roman backstage, shattering his acoustic guitar, but he had an electric one which he took out of the ring, played a little song in the Hartford, Connecticut crowd, and then uh, went back up the ramp, and then Roman Reigns came out. Big, heroic Superman punch from out the entrance. He looked fantastic. Uh, back in the ring, spear, one, two, three. Well, Elias
1: think... rolled on his side 30 meters down, first. Yeah,
2: <laughs> great. Um, And then,
1: yeah. That's how hard the punch was, though. Mm. <laughs> the thing is it was like he was comically like rolling going like whoa,
2: whoa <laughs> like good. that it was <laughs> whereas a few weeks prior on Smackdown Shane McMahon took two of them and just went but that's Shane McMahon he doesn't have to sell for the no he doesn't for the Superman punch I enjoy the thing is for Shane McMahon do you think that Vince like
1: allows Shane to wrestle because it's sort of like sh- these are all Shane's toys like we all had action figures Shane has actual wrestlers and he's just like <laughs> Where we'd sit and play with them right. in the ring, he's just like, "I'm going to go beat him, and I'm going to beat him, and I'm going to do this." I want this a shark gonna- <laughs> cage,
2: Mattel, it wasn't Mattel, was it? I don't know who it was? Um, Roman Reigns won in seconds, which I think was the right call. I think it was the best they could have done with this match. Yeah, because I wasn't really Are looking you- forward to seeing a drawn-out match.
1: We talked. We talked about it in the sense that I think you run the risk of, um, yes, Roman's just come back, but. Uh, and after facing something so hard, and people do love him, and people are really happy that he's healthy and back, but you do run the risk of if you put him back into these bigger feuds, and there's not really a lot there for him other than he's Roman Reigns that people are going to sort of start to slowly sour on the whole character again—not mm. him as a person, but him as a character—and I think the best thing you can do for now is just give him these small squashes and make him look super strong, and occasionally have him bust out a bit of a longer match every now and then. He's going to
3: get beaten Saudi Arabia though.
1: Well, he's the
2: best in the world, isn't he? Yeah, he is. It's not actually in Saudi Arabia. It's in Australia. The next match was exactly. Seth Rollins versus... <laughs> what are you saying England that for, man? <laughs> what are you saying that for? For the Universal Championship. Um, and it was match of the night and a, probably a, a main roster match of the year, contender at least, if we don't count NXT. This was a really good match. Yeah.
3: I don't think it will be by the end of the year. So I think this was the first of a few between mm. those two. I think they're been to build them up, get better okay. and better each time. What
1: do you think? Of it, like? Did you just go like do the tickle in the balls there? Oh, right. well, yeah. A little bit tickle we'll in the tease. balls. Oh. Summer
3: Slam will be a little rub and then... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's Mania oh, then? No.
3: Mania next year. Full
1: penetration.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. So oh it graduates
3: God. from handshake always,
1: to a ball tickle next, <laughs> and then it goes at like rumble, it's like a little bit of a touch, and then within like a month after rumble. Have you never been part
3: of a club, Sam? I've been part of many clubs where it goes from a handshake to a ball tickle, to a rub, to a full penetration.
2: Um, The best moment of this match <laughs> was the curbstone being counted right into the Styles class. Oh, that was a fantastic God. counter. Yeah. It was great. Um, there was just jizz everywhere. It was fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's like in Ross's <laughs> clubs. <laughs> but Rollins managed to pick up the victory. I thought he took a little bit long to get into the pinfall from the. We thought it was a false finish because he stomped him, and then he went. Oh,
1: yeah, but maybe he was burying him. I don't think. Yeah, yeah it was uh, it was the Triple H pin. The <laughs> yeah, a minute and a half crawl. Um,
2: and then uh, they did. What did they do afterwards? They had a nice show of respect. They shook hands. It looked at first like yeah. AJ was going to spark him out. But, but instead,
1: AJ, he was stood there going
2: like, this isn't easy for me, it's man. Hard. It's like, hard. Yeah. Rollins was like, yeah, I've got to get to the back and watch Game of Thrones. Because they were all reacting to it on YouTube. Oh. All the up-down-down lads. And there was a bit in the finale which was obviously quite shocking because Cesaro and Woods and them all go like... Oh, and Rollins sits forward and goes... Oh! <laughs> just freezes like that there's like pizza boxes around them and stuff it's really good just
3: didn't they win. put that match on like when Game of Thrones started to really? compete I think that's what uh, they
2: did makes sense Oh no. so Rollins
3: might have missed a, missed a bit I don't know that's a rib on Rollins that because yeah. then yeah. he
2: loves it like wait um, next up well we thought there were two matches left but well they were but there were three segments left because the Lucha House Party came out yeah, Lucha and about this
1: was uh, yeah
3: because we, we weren't aware that last was, segment. was big and tough yeah we didn't know that yet we didn't know that yet
1: is he um, as big and tough as the Milky Bar Kid? Though is this is where the feud strong in? and tough? Oh yeah, it's strong and
2: tough, Milky Bar. Ha ha. Oh, <laughs> well, only the best though is good enough. Um, Lars came out and beat up. Well, in kayfabe, Lars Sullivan got the better of the exchange, but he, he in the shoot. Battle. Yeah.
3: He didn't win the war though. No, Calisto was permanently scarred. Dented in the <laughs> top of the head.
1: Calisto had done that thing in like like hard kids in school where they put the keys between their knuckles <laughs> before they punch you.
2: That's what he did. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, oh, I've just had a flashback to primary school there when, oh, a lad called Scott in my ear put a pencil in my ear. Oh, like, oh. Ah! He got balled. I've off got the pencil. Lead. Yeah, my th- my bullet.
3: thumb still from first school. Yeah, four. Can you see that little little dark spot there? Yeah, pencil lead. I got stabbed. Wow. Couldn't get it out. So it's been in there for, what are we in now? 18 years? Jesus. 19 years? 20 years? 19 years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be nominated for the Hall of Fame in a second? Maybe. Right. I
3: don't
4: know.
2: Um, Lars Sullivan beat them all up, but Kalisto did get a shot in. Uh, Lars was bleeding everywhere. An unwise angle, I think, given the recent controversy surrounding Lars Sullivan. Yeah,
1: having him come out beating up three Hispanic
2: talent yeah. after the things he's been posting. He even beat up Lindsay. Yeah. Um, WWE Championship match: Kofi Kingston defeated Kevin Owens clean, even after Kevin Owens removed his trainers, took his shoes off. What? What? Why? I don't know. I, I think not was. To... I think
1: it was. Uh, he was going to try and hit the on onto the feet, thereby making him either unable to stand oh, or unable to hit the trouble in paradise. I didn't even think of that. So like he would. That's Kofi's deadliest weapon. Break him. Well, but he was going to miss though because Kofi like lifted his knees the way his chest would be. Well, yeah, because Kofi blocked the move. But if if he had. Yeah, but if he's, if his feet stayed flat,
3: Kofi uh, Kevin would have landed on his chest.
1: No, have he thrown
3: himself further, Ross? Well, he didn't know, did he? That's why he got the knees up and hit. What? Kofi won. Lie flat on your back <laughs> and put your knees up. They go over your chest, don't they? Yes. And Kofi put his knees up, didn't he?
1: Yeah, but we we saw Kevin jump off, so we don't know if Kofi rolled he
2: either. Kofi could have moved.
1: Oh,
3: yes. Yeah, clutching <laughs> <laughs> it.
2: Kofi won. <laughs> Him and Xavier had a big old selly in the ring. Uh, and that was it. I think there was no afters for that. No. Just the next two nights' time on SmackDown, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, it was an all-right match. It, it had to follow an excellent Universal title match. Um, yeah, it feels like a bit
3: of a ball-tickler game, by the way. SmackDown went, so right. maybe we'll, we're going to do that again.
2: Well, I mean,
1: Kobe's not going to be champion. Just a bit annoyed that we've got heel Kevin Owens back this early. Right? It was like Kevin happened, Owens to be but, fair. Though. I know, but. It's just disappointing that it's had to happen this soon.
3: They can never turn him babyface again, though, because no one will trust them. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Unless they give a good enough reason for him to go babyface, like maybe, I don't know, Dominic beats up his son or something. can <laughs> uh. <laughs> I do that, Owen. <laughs> Poor Owen.
2: Um, our main event was the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, which was, for the most part, very, very good. Really enjoyed it. And then it they got amazing. Well, no, um, it didn't. <laughs> That this will...
3: was like eating a lovely apple pie all the way through the evening and finding a great great big bloody turd. I don't know why I say great <laughs> no, like that. A great big bloody turd. Right in the bottom.
1: Um, were you going for yeah. Russell Crowe? Or? I, told, I,
3: just I was going to say great big bloody all over the
2: world. <laughs> so, uh, Brock Lesnar came out with Ali on the verge of victory after several hellacious spots throughout the match, most of which were taken by poor Finn Balor. Yes. Uh, and then Brock Lesnar... Came out.
1: Ali froze. He was there. Excuse me, he was there.
3: He was About ready 20
2: to 20 seconds, down. he was just stuck. Couldn't yeah, do anything.
1: Uh, Lesnar lobbed a ladder into a cameraman, hitting him in, right in the head. They've Brilliant. got health insurance, um, it's fine. Yeah, but Lesnar <laughs> walked down, and part of me thinks he definitely saw him, and he just went, Whee! <laughs> um, and then, yeah, he was not getting on that ladder unless he was winning. He there was no, no chance. He so did win,
2: know. and all these lads are lying around the ring, killing themselves, and he's like, there we go, you just have that. The um, heat. The heat. So he was immense and there was a lot of fallout about it on Raw. So I mean,
3: uh, as we sit here now with him with a briefcase, it's very tantalising because Brock Lesnar with a briefcase, but when he eventually wins, I think they've got to have him lose me somehow. Yeah, that's what when I'm saying. What if, what if he doesn't win? But, you know...
1: Because you have this huge building for months. It's like, what's he going to do with it? Where's he going to turn up? What's he going to do? And he's going to even try and cash in and then be like, no, actually, I'm going to wait.
3: But do you reckon Brock Lesnar will let Vince McMahon say, how are you going to lose, pal? Well,
1: he's not going back to UFC because they won't match his money. So he'll turn up, I think, more for Vince if Vince offers him more money.
3: (sighs) I think he's just going to win me. He's going to piss everybody off and we'll be back to doing what we did for three years.
1: Mm. I don't know. I think I think, uh, I can see him losing and then just going into more of a
2: almost a retirement run. I reckon he might be the first person to hold it for over a year and they just won't mention it. You'll just hold it for over a year and they'll be like, oh, it's fine. Well, we'll or he
1: just it. He just comes out at the end of Money in the Bank next year after somebody's cashed in and won and just cashes in on them. Oh, <laughs> well, that, would, that would be quite good, that. I wouldn't a like double, that. double cash Oh, in.
2: yeah, if it happened technically before that the, end of the stage show. of the yeah, show. Because yeah, yeah. then it wouldn't be a full year. Well, we're on to you, Vince. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. Everybody, care, take
1: some.
0: underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals get more cool facts about united healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com since 2013 Bombus has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness
2: So it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Uh, Last week, myself, Sam, and Matthew gave three picks because that was when you were off. I was not here last Uh, week. Right, okay. Was I not? You weren't here last week, no. I don't think. Was was that a week ago? It's been the longest week in my life. (laughs) So we had three picks. Um, We'll start off with the third place one, which was Sam's pick, Angela Dawkins. Yeah. 15% of the vote. What?! It was for his line on NXT oh. to the Viking Raiders. I've never met him. Well, never seen a more boring man in my life. Oh, I was a good line oh. there. Oh. Angelo Dawkins. Get it
1: washed, mate.
3: I saw it. Triple H having a little ball tickle with the main, the main roster. Yep. A bit tickling balls today, oh, don't yeah. You're gonna love Do you? You're going
2: to love my Hall like like of Fame pick. you like balls
1: being tickled? You're going to like my Hall of Fame pick then.
2: Oh, no. In, uh, <laughs> in second place, Matthew's pick with 19%. Chili Heatwave Doritos because of that ridiculous story when he... <laughs> Bought the wrong flavor from an American duty free or whatever, not duty free, like an American airport shop, and then took it back and complained because it was. I the didn't wrong even think flavor. it
1: was an airport. I think it was just like imagine oh, it, just like it was just like a Seven Eleven.
2: What? It's like, how did, did he get his money back?
1: So yeah. So what happened was? How? Let's tell the story for the third time on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I was I was outraged. Um, he thought that the red flavor, as it is over here, red flavor is chili heat wave. In America, red is cheese. Oh well, so I'm, I'm on his up. side. But then, how dare they change the Just colour read of the packets? it. I think we changed oh, the no. colour of the packets, mate. Well, whatever. How dare yeah. they not be the same, Doritos? But uh, he then, because he bit into it and was like, "Oh no, no, no!" Instead of going and spending another dollar on a pack of crisps, <laughs> dollar, he took a it dollar. back. <laughs> he took it back and requested a refund. He then got a refund <laughs> for an open bag of crisps. Must have been a British person buying the till though. No, no, two no. He, to say he had like a proper like uh, funny accent for her and everything. I can't yeah. remember how. Like, oh, well,
2: yeah. I'm sorry about that, hon. It was like that. Yeah. Um, and in first dirty place, Dan. <laughs> I'll and, <laughs> get you, dirty damn And in first place, it was my pick uh, from the email that a listener very kindly sent in explaining the Steiner maths theory, which I think ended up being like Steiner had about 54.54% chance of win in his match against Samojo at Sacrifice. Um, so that was the picks for that. Now, I don't know what to do because usually Matthew then throws to the winner to go first, but... Throw I it to yourself. That's a bit. A bit throw something. it out. Throw it out to somebody oh, else. I there. throw it to Ross because he wasn't here last week. Right. I'll throw it to you, Ross, if you've got one ready.
3: I do, yes. Go on. I'm going to go for Patrick Starr. The,
2: Sponge Square the SpongeBob SquarePants character.
3: Because <laughs> on the pre-show, and I, after I had the nonsense with that promo where the Usos mentioned Patrick Starr and SpongeBob, Corey Graves called Patrick Starr incompetent.
1: And it's just not true. Patrick is, by very nature, incompetent.
3: No, he's not, Sam. I've watched you pretty much every the...
1: episode of Spongebob.
3: Well, have you seen the Patrick Star sitcom on YouTube? Episode 7.
2: <laughs> what? What? Wait. Because I have.
3: <laughs> and Patrick Star's a very intelligent man.
1: <laughs> What's this?
3: <laughs> on You, I don't know if it's a YouTube exclusive thing, but on YouTube there is a Patrick Star sitcom Cool on. I he, once what the went, was. he
1: once went a full weekend thinking that two people were his parents before realizing, wait, they're not my parents. And they're like, wait, you're not our son. We've all been through that. <laughs> he thought mayonnaise was an instrument. We've all been through that. I would love to play a tune with some mayonnaise. <laughs> what
3: does he do on this show? Just, he just becomes intelligent. Oh, it's right. a sitcom, so it, I've not seen all of them. Is I've this part it, of
2: the SpongeBob Network rather than. I, I don't know. It's, main... on, it's on YouTube. That was a joke, Episode 7. Oh, right. SpongeBob Network. There's a WWE Network, oh. extra content, no, 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 that sort of <laughs> stuff. But
3: either there's an episode dedicated to Patrick turning intelligent. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just Googled Patrick Star Intelligent and it came up. So I think Patrick Star deserves some recognition.
1: I mean, Patrick should go in the Hall of Fame just for being Patrick. You, uh, you would strike me as a man who's got a tattoo of Patrick. I want a tattoo of Patrick. Wow. Oh, he's got a tattoo of Ralph. I've got uh, Ralph in I want Patrick on the other side. Holding his little jar you, of mayonnaise. On the other side of what?
2: Just clarify there because it sounds... My penis. <laughs> no, um,
1: <laughs> I've got... Uh... <laughs> Not
2: the clothes we do there as well. <laughs> ah,
1: just my cock. <laughs> my penis. No, um, it's... Uh, Ralph's on the outside of my left ankle. Right. Or like left right. shin. So... You got an affinity go the for the
2: stupid characters on programs?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah fair enough. Definitely.
2: Um, I thought you'd be more of a Squidward man. As an editor, as a stressed mm, man, as you
1: as you grow, you become Squidward. You realize yeah. that Squidward is just a normal person that He's wants trying to live his life. Quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lives next door to an idiot and another idiot, um, but they're idiots with hearts of gold. Okay, <laughs> quite often he forgets that they've got hearts of gold, and he gets too bogged down in the monotony of his adult life. And just as we all do, yeah. yeah. And I mean, Christ, we've got to sit on a plane for ages later.
2: Yeah, we do. So long, God. God how unlucky oh. are we? <laughs> 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 I'm excited <laughs> for it. I am. Um, not the flight, the, the tr- Las Vegas I love the itself. flight to me. Do you like the oh, flight? Really?
3: Oh, really? I love a long flight me. Are nah, no, you one of I, them? Ooh, get comfortable, a nice
1: chair, have a nice sit-down. Are you joking? <laughs>
2: All I, right. love, I love a good sit-down, me. Yeah, but they're not comfortable. Oh, I
1: will get comfortable. No, and the worst thing is when you get on a plane, it's like you're sitting in the middle. Like, no, give me a bloody window seat. I nearly said the F word. Give me a window seat and don't
2: sit anybody next to me. Um, That's what I want. I think we'll probably have people sitting there. To Vegas in May. It seems like it's going to be a bit of a busy play. Yeah. But anyway, um, thank you, Ross, for that pitch. No problem, Jack, any Sorry. time. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I don't know how Matthew does this. I, I feel like we've actually underrated him quite severely because I'm struggling at times on this <laughs> podcast. Sam? Uh, I'm going... Well, I was originally going to go for
1: Kalisto for beating up Lars Sullivan and making him bleed. But then I thought there was a better instance of that on the show, and that was Rey Mysterio's hardened old man testicles mm. smashing in Samoa Joe's nose. What well, did you so, call him on the
2: reaction? Meaty clackers. Meaty clackers. Meaty right. clackers. Yes.
1: So Rey Mysterio's meaty clackers are my uh, suggestion for Hall of Fame this week.
2: How do we visually represent that if we put it in the Hall of Fame? Uh,
1: you know that those toys that clack together? Yeah. Or you could have uh, Nick Fleetwood's hand from the Rumours cover with the, the two little iron balls. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: Let's get one of those naked statues in Rome. They'll have some meaty clackers on there.
1: <laughs> no, 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 because like historically in like, art and stuff, it was it was more attractive and desirable to have smaller clackers. Yeah. It that's why they've all got smaller. I subscribe <laughs> to that theory. as <laughs> well. <laughs> um,
2: right. No, that's you. it. Yeah, it's got to be the, the hand from the Rumours cover, I guess. So we've got Parik Star, Rey Mysterio's two testicles. Meaty clackers. <laughs> meaty clackers. Don't um, undersell them. I'm going to go for more of a metaphysical concept, which was Randy Orton's Money in the Bank strategy.
1: I thought you were going to go like football again. No. Like oh, oxygen.
2: No. <laughs> the work of John Dunn in the 1500s. <laughs> um, no, I'm going for uh, for Randy Orton's Money in the Bank strategy because I don't know if you saw his tweet the, the other day. He tweeted, after Finn Balor had done his tweet, which was a compilation, a supercut of all of the nasty bumps he took in that match, like the big one on the ladder, the one on the side of the ladder and everything. He tweeted that and put, good morning, because uh, he's hard. But Randy Orton's tweet was better. He said something like, um, "That's how you do a Money in the Bank match." Randy two bumps. <laughs> <So> yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is just yeah. the best thing. That ever. better start. A I saw him yeah.
3: quote uh, Ty Dillinger and Tyler Breeze of, sorry, Sean Spears and Tyler Breeze of uh, yes. their Run Wrestling School, and Randy Orton quote tweeted their announcement thing and said, "The whatever email address it was, can you teach me how to do Money in the Bank match properly?" That was the one I'm thinking of. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's the tweet I'm thinking there of. There you go, that's no, the one.
2: Randy two bumps on the end. Yeah, yes. Funny. I like that. Um, his strategy was fantastic all the way through he just kept pulling smaller men out of the ring dropping them on the announce table and almost almost won the match because of it fair play Randy had a bit of a rest on the outside for long stretches and I can't I can't think of anyone more deserving this week
3: he's won it before he doesn't need a game what though. did he win for the money in the bank he's won it twice oh, I thought it. he meant
2: the hall of fame he might be in the hall of fame Maybe. Mm. No, just was pick sh- a different was, picture of him was he, he shaking fun? hands with Cox this isn't Randy Orton himself this is uh, strategy strategy so, put him but Einstein. Yes. Or like a brain. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, we've got to recap for the Hall of Fame this week. Patrick Star, Ray's bollocks. Randy Orton, strategy in the Money <laughs> in the match. To vote for those, head to payround.com forward slash cult as I'm sure you want to because it's just such a intense and competitive week. And have fun when you do it as well. What is Matthew? Matthew always goes, give us your money. Huh? He yeah, I, hate, funny, I hate it when
3: he does that. Yeah, I know. I always say to him, don't do really that. Yeah. yeah, we've told him. Yeah.
2: Don't be like... just a loose cannon. I know he says so it... So unprofessional. I know he says it ironically, but... Is it ironically? I don't know. You can't tell with him. Uh, I don't know. just wish he would stop. If you want to, then feel free to subscribe to us on payround.com. If, like, if you don't want it, well. that's fine If you don't want to, fine. We're not, we're not going to be like... Give them. us your money. Ah, there it is. There we go. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the Raw and Smackdown Recap. Now, it's everyone's favourite segment, the Raw and Smackdown Recap. Uh, it was all the fallout from Money in the Bank. And I've written some lovely, lovely notes. Let's start with Raw, because that is the first in the week of the two. <laughs> like such a, it's like a teacher trying Monday to start his comes lessons. Monday like, <laughs> 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 There are seven days, there are seven days. bit of Barney the Dinosaur. Lundi,
3: mardi, Macre-di, jeudi, vendredi samedi et dimanche france 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was a song we i left. don't know the teacher gave up towards the end by just going france france we never france, france learned a song
1: for it it was just like the teacher would start the front and go lundi mardi mercredi jeudi vendredi samedi dimanche we just songs those you just were stupid there was one about three chickens but i can't remember it i never the... did french the German... we had french club
3: after school in the oh. in first school that's what i went to we had, had, uh,
1: did you have bibliobus? The uh, like the library type stuff where they would send you French uh, magazines and newspapers. I think so. But and, I don't think I opted in. Yeah, we had
3: Babblefish. Everyone has Babelfish. You use Babelfish. That got me a B GCSE to Babelfish. <laughs> Forza a Babelfish.
2: <laughs> did anyone? <laughs> did anyone? Um, it's gone. It's totally gone. Oh yeah, did anyone do Latin in Year Seven and Eight? Or is that just because Latin? I, uh, we had Lying. the, cho- we had the we choice
3: to for uh, a GCSE Kaikilius
2: Estin Horto and all that sort of stuff I though. didn't do it like that ah. Latin. there'll be people watching this video who did Cambridge Latin course and they'll be going Kaikilius Estin Horto Jack and they'll be fanning themselves with their thousands of pounds I was on a bursary I'm not <laughs> one of them rich kids I just want to point that out right now okay how to do entrance exams and everything Raw <laughs> started with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman Brock looks happier than I've ever seen him he I like
3: the boombox mate his
2: money in the bank boombox it was funny Mm. many Um, laughs
3: were had many memes were made
2: many memes were made yes Um, and he's just so happy and Paul Heyman is glowing it up as he always does and then Seth Rollins comes out first I think and challenges him uh, or has a war of words with him and Paul Heyman drops such a hammer on him he says well Rollins is basically saying you should cash in on, on me tonight I don't want to wait around cash in tonight come on let's do it and Heyman goes you should be patient, Seth, and you should be used to waiting by now, just like you waited seven hours for your girlfriend to win the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Uh. Great. Um, yeah, Rollins got on his face a bit, then Covey came out, and they both were saying, nah, cash in on me, I want it. We're both good babyface fighting champions. Idiots. And then Heyman dropped another bomb and went, look, you're both auditioning to have a main event with Brock Lesnar. Who's the real champion? Who's the real box office draw here? Whoa.
1: Then Brock levers both of them with the case and just walks out with the belts and the case. What if are they going to do the show? Yeah. What are they going
2: to do? Swear down, every pitch you make involves Lesnar being a big tough How many man.
1: posters of Brock Lesnar do you have on your bedroom <laughs> walls? <laughs> just the one.
2: I didn't even know you were uh,
3: yeah, a It's
1: from deviant <laughs> I didn't realize until
2: recently that you were such a big Brock Lesnar fan.
1: Uh yeah. I think obviously the the run of the last five or so years has been diabolical. But, um, I you know, you can do good things with Lesnar. And he is getting older, and I, I genuinely think that after whatever this Money in the Bank thing boils down to, mm-hmm. we could see him start to properly wind down in terms of, like, a retirement-style run. I think he'll still be going in his 60s, man. I yeah. He's got those sort of genetics.
2: I don't think he'd want to, though. He's a proper farm boy, isn't he? Yeah, he's got some farmer strength. He's a Mack truck. You get run over. Um, AJ Styles yeah. eh? Um <laughs> uh, Later on in the show, the two champs team together in a tag team match to be Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley, who are part of that loose heel collective that just exists now in the upper mid card. I hate it. It's something I complain about it every week on graded. Just this loose group of heels that are just pr- friends because. But it's not like the look. Their moms don't come and no. pick them up straight after the show every week, right? <laughs> so they've they've got it hard, out. so they just <laughs> hang out together, and now they're friends, right? Yeah, that's enough, it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes some of them are friends. Sometimes some of them aren't.
1: Um, it's because one of them often nicks the other ones like dinner money yeah and it's all because there's problems at home mate
2: you well, feel good enough. now no feel I good? don't feel good no. I feel terrible um, Rollins and a- Rollins and AJ Rollins and Covey beat the heels <laughs> and um, i was picturing Drew McIntyre's <laughs> dad
3: just turned the against us <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, after the match with Rollins and Covey celebrating Lashley speared them both Brock teased a cash in but then Heyman said no not quite yet and I think he said we'll reveal it next week I wonder which Middle Eastern country, of any of them, could possibly be the destination. Australia. Oh, God, oh, I, hasn't got a match, <laughs> hasn't he? Ron's hasn't got a match. No. It's going to be against that's, Brock. That's who it's going to be against. Yep. Um, now let's talk about the second biggest story on Raw, which was my favourite aspect of it. I'm interested to hear your opinions on this because I loved it. I, I don't know why, because it was bad. The 24-7 championship was unveiled by Mick Foley, who was disappointed in his own promo afterwards. It was not his fault. It wasn't, it wasn't Mick's fault. No. Um, he's, he's from a different age he said I'm going to leave this title in the ring and whoever claims it first is the first champion and from then on nobody on. wanted
1: it though somebody should have jumped that barricade <laughs> just <laughs> grabbed it <laughs>
3: but they did that they did that and then there were, like everyone just wanted to fight instead of getting the belt it was so weird the two like, I, count, I think there's like five or six different opportunities where five or six different people could have just gone in the ring but they
2: didn't want to fight instead unofficially <laughs> the first man to touch it was Carl Anderson but him and Gallo has grabbed one end each and had a bit of a tug of war. And eventually it bowled down to Drake Maverick and Titus O'Neill. And Tyus O'Neill looked at him and realized, I'm three times your size and just chucked him out of the ring. And then Titus O'Neill was the first champion. A fish That's always going to be a thing now. Forever. He Tyus deserves O'Neil. it. He's a good, wonderful father. Yeah, he seems like a nice man. Um, Did he, he kiss the title on the lips as well? No. Celebrated on the right. He barely, barely had time to do, Sam. He kissed it goodbye because <laughs> on the ramp, Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> God. I've never said something so... <laughs> Radio DJ. (laughs) Um, He kissed it goodbye because he was on the ramp celebrating with it, and then he was rolled up by Robert Robert Rude. Rude. Not Bobby, Robert. A bit bit later on in the show, Robert's hanging about backstage, hiding from everyone. He hides in R-Truth's car. He trusts him, which he never trusts anyone when you've got the 24-hour championship. But Hurricane made that mistake with the hardcore belt with Mighty Molly when she turned on him. Mm. And then uh, R-Truth diverted everyone away, he thought he was just being nice, but instead he blindsided Robert, bashed his head against his own car, against hit R-Truth's car, probably a rental, and pinned him. And now R-Truth is the 24-7 champion. He said, I'm going to take this European title to SmackDown Live.
3: Before driving down a no-entry road. Really? Irresponsible, horrible driving.
2: One of the Usos that got bothered for that. Naomi got in bother for that. Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> yeah. bother Go for that. down there, Ron. Um, so he did. What do we think of the 24-7 time? Oh, it's a fantastic concept. Right. The concept's I just great. hate the belt. The belt itself. The, the
1: reason I
3: understand that it's like it's not a serious championship, so why be... should it look like a, a really nice belt? No, but, but it should
1: look better. Why should... would people want to own that thing? It looks like a watch. I think if you put it on black, it might look a bit better. I think the green is part of the issue. Okay. I think the, that sort of old bottle green, the British racing green, the Jaguar green, yeah. it's a bit... I get that they used to have green straps on the the WWF title and stuff so it sort of harkens back to that i guess in a I think way it's but the, the WBC world boxing but it, it looks, yeah it looks like, like a boxing belt but my biggest problem with it is not the shape of it i get it's supposed to look like a clock or a watch uh, i don't like the green as i said my biggest problem is those side plates they're blank they're <laughs> what, what are they are literally just tall? they're just they don't even have like a WWE logo well, on them. I think they, they don't design because have... obviously with the rest of the
3: belts, they have interchangeable ones. But I think someone said, oh, we'll just use them on that one and then realized that's going to change several times throughout the night. Isn't it, so I thought to...
1: they would have just got like a classic style one where it's got like a couple of world flags or like two wrestlers going at it like that. A couple like, of watches? Instead, it's, it's just, it looks like, you know when your man buys like cheap knockoff after eights for yeah. like Sunday dinner and they've got like little lines in them. That's what it looks like. They've um... got like three little lines in
2: each corner. And they're just flat gold with nothing in the middle. Hopefully, Awful. hopefully by the time of recording, I mean, I mean, I mean, by the time this goes out on YouTube, there'll have been several more champions via the WWE network because that's what it should be yeah. used for.
1: If I'm, well, I'm networks... going to be in America. If, if all of us aren't the champion, at some by point. By the time we come back. By the time we come back. And it's been a failed excursion exactly. in Las Vegas. It's a, it's
3: a, it was a weird time for them to unveil it because they're relaunching the network soon, which I presume, because I don't think you do it on the network now could right. you the, the crap network crap the, the network's
1: been the same since it launched the the reason the network has to change this year is cuz html's changing so it's still built on HTML. They need to change it to HTML5. So the entire thing needs to, uh, to be overhauled, which means there might be more possibilities for live streaming. That's what I mean. I thought it would have coincided with that relaunching. Rather than I don't know. I think if you launch it ahead of time and then all of a sudden on the new network, it's just like, boom, this is happening. That's.
3: I don't know if it's like three months of it not happening. is a bit like damaging, isn't it?
1: But I don't think they're ever going to live stream it. I think what you'll see is wrestlers will be traveling together and it'll be like, quickly film this and they'll shoot something. Uh, and That's it'll not just what be a we want. Upload, we want to upload, be woken up at two AM. <laughs> the problem is, the problem is you can't. It's not easy to just go boom streaming. I realize that, but they've got billions of dollars. They do, but <laughs> they can't. You know, just give wrestlers all this access to stream keys, and they'd need they'd need somebody out there that could do it with them. It'd all need to be pre-planned, and that takes away some of the magic. Uh, not if it's done right, though. I don't know. I think the beauty of your belts, like the Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Belt, is that it just changes so frequently. If you have to plan them all meticulously and have crew there
2: to film it, and I think that just makes it feel a bit eh. Um Those were the two main angles on Raw this week, but I've written down just brief, brief recaps of the rest of Raw. Because it felt like a bit of a, a cool-down Raw to me, apart mm-hmm. from those two things. Uh, so Drew McIntyre was revealed as Shaman Man's newest henchman because, like Baron Corbin and Lashley, they're all part of the same after-school club. Yeah. And Shane's just calling upon them at will. Elias is one of Shane's lads as well now. Shane's like the... Well, Shane's just missing the Mean Street Posse. They've all got kids now. Oh, yeah. Shane has money and he's spending it. Is that the implication that he's bought them as henchmen? That's
3: what the commentary was saying. Oh, were they? For Drew, yeah. Okay,
2: right. So he revealed Drew as his newest henchman and then Drew went on to beat The Miz in a match where Shane was being just a little pest on the outside all the time. Oh, disgrace! Fantastic, isn't he? He's all right at that, to be fair. He's always all right he's at these. a the... natural heel. Yeah.
3: Who would have thought yeah. of that? Well...
2: Vince McMahon's son being <laughs> a natural heel. It's not like we realised that he was 20 years ago. So <laughs> <laughs> um, although I was too young then to be like, he's a natural heel, him. I didn't like
3: Shane when he was young. Do
2: you not like him? He's found it quite endearing that G- uh, Jerry Lowe would call him Simba.
3: And he used to go running around the ring like a little dog.
2: Yeah. Aww. And he had a class jumping chair shot. Do you remember his jumping chair shots yeah, to like yeah. The Rock or something? Just bang. Oh. Yeah. Um... The Usos and the Rival were actually allowed to wrestle and had a good match, surprisingly, because they're two of the best tag teams in the world. I
3: thought it was so interesting that Renee Young and Corey Graves were telling the Usos to get a life, and it was sad what they were doing and whatnot.
2: I think the opinions. Flicked. Oh,
3: someone backstage has realised it's not 1999 anymore, Sam. Mm. It
1: is 1999 though.
3: It's not though. It's 2019.
2: Usy Hot isn't funny anymore. <laughs> you well, you find well, he finds it funny. But I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... I wasn't laughing at Usi Hot. <laughs> I was laughing at the idea that Usi Hot was a thing in 1999. Um, the Revival won and celebrated backstage, and fair play to them because, God, they deserve a win <laughs> after all this. Um, there was a six-woman tag team match, which fed out of uh, a moment of bliss, which Nikki was the co-host of because Alexa was her pal. And they're was doing her. that
3: thing, aren't they, where they're going to like make Nikki like, idolise Alexa. Alexa will try to change Nikki, then Nikki will turn on her. I think that would be good,
2: That Could be. Could be good. It led to um, Becky, Nikki, and Alexa against Lacey and the Iconics. And the Babyfaces won, but it was basically a two-on-three handicap match because Alexa just hung outside the ring and had a coffee. Genuinely just had a coffee. Um, nice. Yeah, it was cool. I had
3: two coffees because she had two cups at the start, and she? And poured Nikki's in there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> Awful, that. No,
2: she's great, Alexa. <laughs> so good. But um, at the end as well, Becky Lynch didn't really want to celebrate with Alexa. Ooh. Because Alexa didn't do any of the work, I Why suppose. Why would you? She's a bitch. Nah, Alexa's Evil softened a Evil No, she's pals with Hulk Hogan now. <laughs> oh, <Man. there> <laughs> <go>. <laughs> Maybe not the best example <laughs> in the world. Um, Braun Strowman beat Sami Zayn in about a minute after a bit of a backstage brawl. It was a weird order, this, right? So they got in the ring, then there was a backstage brawl, then they got back in the ring, then the bell rang, and then Strowman beat him. Basically, Sami Zayn got the absolute crap beaten out of him by a larger man, and... That set up, I guess, Strum versus Lashley in Saudi Arabia because they looked at each other backstage for a bit. What a compelling tale. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, so long as their their uh, commentators are selling it big, I guess, then the Saudi audience... I can, don't think
2: there's any way you can...
1: The Saudi audience can be,
2: like, hearing all these different storylines where not. Yeah, maybe. Um, and finally, Cesaro beat Ricochet... Uh, but it was fair enough because Ricochet was really beat up and hurt after the Money in the Bank ladder match. So I enjoyed that bit of booking and it was a decent match because they're both really good wrestlers.
1: He's finally got a theme that works.
3: Oh, For sorry. seven years, it's mm.
2: finally happened.
1: What are you on about? I Everybody en- likes the ambulance into hardcore rave. I enjoyed the...
2: but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed that. Oh, oh, I hated it. God, it works. This one works better, I've got yeah. to admit. It sounds like a bit of a supervillain theme. I was
3: too. a fan of the D Malenko remix back in the day. No, I not the first one he had the second one but he was still a rugby player. Okay. So it wasn't really a theme for a rugby
2: player. Right. I don't remember it. Was it I just? Can't, can't was it. Was like do smooth it. and
3: like. Yeah, it was. No, "Demon It Goes" duh. Yes. Duh. Like it was in remixed into it oh. with some Swiss words on top of it or something. Oh, that's a bit
2: strange. This yeah. one's much better. It's a bit of a supervillain theme tune. Sounds kind of like heroic and strong but sinister as well. I think that's the perfect mix. Someone which goes well him.
1: with his new name, which has been announced this week, which is now the Sinister Minister. That's right. That's his whole gimmick now. That happened as he's well. He's an angry priest.
2: Moving on now to SmackDown Live. The New Day opened the show and brought back Big E. First, they didn't. First, it was a different man who you said was a producer. Someone told me he was a producer. yeah,
3: so, uh, uh, they tweeted out. I can't remember what the tweet was, but I clicked on his profile and it said producer. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> and they, then they were like, everyone was disappointed because he's not as big as Big E, but... He's a larger man. Not, he's in better shape than I'll ever be. Mm. I was like, he's still a very good-looking and, and hench man. And they went, "Oh, get out! You're small." I was like, "Oh." What? <laughs> um, then they brought the real biggie, and um, they acknowledged his love for yeah. Becky Lynch's mom. She's fine. She's so fine. She's taken. He wasn't Xavier was going like, "I know she's taken E," and he's like, "But I want her." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "She is really fine." Yeah, <laughs> it was really odd. Um, but then it didn't last very long because they were interrupted by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, then they just They hurt Kevin Owens' feelings. They were mean to him. Yeah, I was about to say they just took the piss out of Sami you Zayn went, and Kevin went Owens. Home. They they said so. Sami Zayn was complaining because he said I was off for nine months and I got nothing when I came back. No fanfare, no presents in the ring. They were like presents for Big E in the ring because he came back. And they said, "All right, we'll get you something. Then we'll get you exactly what we'll get you exactly what Kevin Owens got." Uh, In the match at Money in the Bank, nothing, and everyone went way. And then Kevin Owens just went, Oh man, gave his microphone to Sami Zayn and walked off.
3: (laughs) What was (laughs) fantastic though was Sami Zayn talking into both microphones at the same time, and I've never ever seen that before. Ever, he just stood there shouting with both microphones like that.
2: Innovation, (laughs) to be fair. Um, yeah, so that was that was sad. And then Sami Zayn tried to like talk some trash to them and. Then Xavier Woods kept playing the trombone over the top of him. It's really rude. I felt sorry for the heels in yeah. this. And then a match was set up later on for uh, Kofi Kingston versus Sami Zayn in non-title action. And then later on it was revealed that Kevin Owens had re-injured Big E backstage. How convenient. Well, yeah, it's almost like he wasn't actually ready. <laughs> but he looked quite limber on the way. To, he was giving it the hips and that on the way to the ring, Big E. Hmm. I thought it might have been legit until...
3: How t- long does the torn meniscus take the heel, oh, Dr. God, Sam? Well, if you
1: ask superstar Billy Graham... Uh, I'm not interested
3: what he's got to say on anything. It's uh,
1: it's <laughs> it's nowhere near as long as Big E once said, which was like when he was joking, he was like, oh, it's going to take like two or three years. And he was like, he's lying. Billy the Graham new was day of breaking up. up. <laughs> he got worked so hard. It was amazing. <laughs> Bloody Bill. He's like, I ch- it takes six to eight months, <laughs> not three years.
2: Billy Graham's done a Google and thinks that he's cracked the code or something. Yeah. He's like, I worked out how to Google. Um, the match happened, Kofi Kingston beat Sami Zayn clean, a bit too quickly for my liking, I think Sami Zayn's had a bad couple of days after being squashed by Strowman on Raw That's as well. That's why it was so quick. Because he's not going to Saudi Arabia? No, the same problem Ricochet had, he was beaten up. Oh right, maybe, that, that kayfabe wise that does make sense. Um, uh, but Paul Heyman came after the match with the briefcase to tease a cash in, instead though, Kofi was jumped by, go on. Scotty, too hotty. Oh, Dolph, God, Ziggler? Yeah, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. I forgot there. Did you? Know <laughs> yeah, <me? laughs> I
3: just don't care about That's Dolph the... Ziggler at all.
2: Aww. <laughs> I, 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 he,
3: part, since Survivor Series 2014, I know he was good last year with Drew McIntyre, but that was more about Drew McIntyre, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But I just don't care. I thought. I don't get the middle aged dad, like, oh, I'm from the 80s, I'm Nicky Six. Oh, look at me. Oh. With
2: my misspelled mega death <laughs> patch.
1: I
3: thought
2: that the, the beatdown was good. Mm. He put a chair over his. Neck. I I don't.
3: The medical team in WWE needs some talking to. Like the, the entire attack was on the neck. Yeah. No neck brace in sight. Was there not? No. On oh. the sort of stretcher.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, he beat him down. It turns out Heyman wasn't ever gonna get Brock to cash in. It's almost as if Brock was never there. Who would have thought? Mm. He was. Um, he was
1: sat reading his little hunting magazine in the green room.
2: Mm, but it wasn't shown if he was. Um, well, it doesn't need to be shown. The medical team came out, strapped Kofi to the stretcher, um, but. 'Cause he's brave and a champion and everything, he refused their help and walked to the back. At the top of the ramp though, he let them carry them
1: all carry him all the way up the ramp. <laughs> and then he was like nah I'll walk the flat bit it's right
2: (laughs) later on uh, for some reason Dolph Ziggler did a bit of Baron Corbin appearing in more segments than it really felt like he should have he came out again even though he should have just said all this at the end of that
1: segment I hate when this stuff happens
2: came out again and cut a promo explaining his motives which I thought were fair in character motives
3: he forgot he was a role superstar when he left though did he? he was like I should have been in the chamber replacing the Smackdown person
2: and he wasn't on Smackdown? he wasn't on Smackdown I didn't even catch that (laughs) Oh well, it's bollocks then. I oh, we yeah. should would never given it. A
3: it was. He looked like he was legitimately crying. That that bit was good. Uh, but like the entire purpose of what he was saying just made no sense.
2: No. Well, I've it a B, I think, as well. I <laughs> we should i never given it a higher grade. Um, he uh, he then said because of yes because Ali got the opportunity and then was injured and then Kofi got it. He should have got an opportunity somewhere, which fits his character because he's really entitled and everything. And then he set up a match with Kofi at Super Showdown, and I think that's maybe the best place for it. Because no one wants to see Dolph Ziggler on a main pay-per-view title match with Kobe Kingston. Do you remember the sort of the sort of energy he sapped out of Dean Ambrose's title reign when he was an number one contender? So I think this might be all right. It's There's other matches on the show that are bigger than it.
3: It'll be a good match, but I just think no one will care on this side of the planet.
2: Yeah. But I still think... Do you think
3: they're going to care there? Probably. I don't know. Ask them. They never tend to go wild for anything. They all just sat in the nice comfy chairs, aren't they? they yeah, comfy chairs. Down there, there in Saudi Australia. we had them. Yeah nice to sit in the telly west arena with a comfy sofa
1: mm. i uh <laughs> i just imagine like you were allowed to take those home though you've got to get them home like you can with all of the other wwe chairs mm. if they did them for like the west though they'd be themed wouldn't they they'd oh i like, like, saw printed on like big horrible disgusting living room chairs yeah with money in the bank did logos you see the, all over the tweet from sunday i love that the most the fan. entitled oh fan.
3: god it was like Someone quoted saying this is like the the worst opinion you could have of a wrestling fan ever, or well, the most. I don't I can't remember what the tweet was, but, but someone was moaning the fact yeah. that the, the the first few rows of Money in the Bank seats were the same as last
1: year's. So the floor. Seats, oh, that's yeah. so it lazy. Was, they were saying it was the exact <laughs> same cushion on the back with a new date on the top, and it was like this is like a key example of WWE's peak laziness. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, okay, because like you're gonna get you know a different chair every time. Cut them some slack. As long as you don't right. get hemorrhoids, it's a good chair.
2: Yeah. There was some 24 hour championship, 24 uh, 7 championship shenanigans as well. R Truth turned up. Uh, well, first, Codmella turned up and asked Drake Maverick, Have you seen R Truth? And Drake Maverick's putting up wanted signs and says, No, but if you do see him, let me know where he is. She's like, All right. Walks a little bit further down the corridor. Paula Cruz is there. She goes, Have you seen R Truth? He goes, Nah, but if you see him, I'm looking for him. She walks like two feet down the corridor. Our truth's there in disguise, in a blonde wig, and she goes, "This is a rubbish disguise." He's fooled. The two lies. She shouts,
3: "Truth as well!" Yeah. <laughs> and Apollo Cruz is like two feet behind him, <laughs> doesn't he?
2: Um, she's like, "Why did you come here? Why did you come? Everyone's looking for you. Why did you come if you've got a target on your back?" And he went, "I couldn't do it without you."
3: oh That was
1: such
2: a partridge. Ah. Ah. That's nice. That they're still friends after their mixed match challenge victory together. Yeah. I like that. She goes, "Don't worry, I'll help you." Her help was to give him. A bigger wig, and some and a bra and sunglasses and sunglasses and sunglasses and sunglasses and a sunglasses one and a sunglasses yeah, and then there was a match, uh, her Carmella versus Mandy Rose, but it lasted a minute or two before. I tell
3: you what, on SmackDown Live, is it not so clear as day that the Women's Revolution has stopped? <laughs> Every single week, the matches are two minutes long.
1: Right, what
3: are you on about? I, uh, no, it's it's bad.
1: What are you on it's about? It's like twenty thirteen. You've, you've got Bailey. You've got charlotte and Lacey and becky <laughs> nice readers yeah. <laughs> no um, they're all there on smackdown they're all minute, wild card rule <laughs> they're all two minutes long it's it's so bad it's um, two hours
2: in it you just leave it to the end and go oh. mm.
1: um
2: then all the lower card ran out including some two or five live superstars as well i think Tazawa was there and dar and they all chased our truth off so he got carmella on his back which would have only slowed him down mm. carrying a human, but they. Yeah. You can't leave a woman behind, you
3: sissy. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> that was the best part of SmackDown. You right? suck. <laughs> so, do you want to
2: explain what happened there?
3: So, Truth does that with Carmella. Runs through the wall, the hole in the wall. Rest in peace, Dale Winton. Mm. It Was it was today? It was his birthday? Is it
2: today? Yeah. yeah. He got a shout out <laughs> from Challenge TV. He went, have a good day, mate. Have a good day, Mr. Dead oh. Man. Oh dear me. Rest
3: in peace, Dale. Anyway, they go back to the commentary table and Byron Sachs is like, why the hell would you pick up Carmella? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Corey Graves <Giggs> just <laughs> whines back and says, what did he say? You sissy. So first Tom, you suck, sissy. first Tom Phillips sissy. goes, you
2: can't do that, Byron. Shut up. And then Corey goes, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, Byron? You suck. You <laughs> sissy. <laughs> yeah, and then just Corey just laughing. laughs at his own joke and Byron's just trying to still act and be like,
3: <laughs> I'd love to know what was being said Corey, in his ear at that point
2: Corey starts just pointing at Byron as well he's like, look at him he's so annoying
3: but to be fair to Byron he did, he did crack a funny during that match yeah. when Truth was at ringside he goes is that Michael Hayes
2: yes good. <laughs> nice um, later on Truth's running through the back and it was like something out of James Bond I love this he's, Jinder rolls him up he kicks out of two I was like go on Truth I was right behind him I was really like wanting him to escape um, then both of the B team attacked him. Bo Dallas went for the cover, but Kurt Axel pulled him off. They did the whole spot where it's like, "I want the pinfall, no, I do." Then Truth managed to whip one into the other. They both fell down. Him and Carmella ran off into the night. What's What's gonna happen next?
1: He's gonna lose the belt and it'll never be talked about again. Don't Imagine if do that, that happened. That.
2: Stop. <laughs> it Imagine. One night in Milwaukee, like misplace it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. It's like, where's the belt? I'm looking forward to that one
3: though. When someone's in bed and it happens. Right. I'm looking forward to that stuff, me. Pin no, them while a, sleeping. Not more weird or
1: anything.
2: You just want to you want to live for <laughs> somebody being a face. Oh. Next up, I've put Roman and Elias. Basically, have the same match as Drew and Miz did on Raw. Since the Wild Card, have you noticed that some of the segments are just copied again on SmackDown? It, it's starting to feel like SmackDown's like Raw Extra. It's really sad because SmackDown's. better. But people don't watch both; they watch one or the other because Brand Pride, brand, brand Supremacy. It's a battle yeah. for Brand. Yeah, that's right. Um, so Roman and Elias had the same match basically as Drew and Miz with Shane on the outside supporting Elias, the heel. Um, Shane interfered all the time at one point slid a guitar in for Elias to use but then Roman speared him anyway and got the pinfall but then his theme tune played for about two seconds and Shane McMahon was just on him left and right it was battering the big a dog devastating as, if, scene. as <laughs> if Roman
1: didn't beat them both down and then just do like some proper 80s shredding it wasn't over yet um,
2: he didn't do any shredding sadly that's points down for me then uh, Roman then fought off the attack but he was blindsided by Drew McIntyre wild card claymore kick that sets up Shane versus Roman.
3: That was already set up, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> that was that's how SmackDown
2: ended. Yeah, uh, the other. One I like...
3: love the bit at the start of SmackDown. I just remember that there where Shane's oh. like, right, "What was it?" Lives was like, "Shane, I want you in my corner tonight when I take on the big dog." It be nice to have your moral support and whatnot. And Shane goes, "I'll be there." And uh, what was it? No. Yeah, I'll be there because you need my help. <laughs> full-time wrestler Elias. Excellent. You need my help. I love Shane McMahon. Now he's a heel.
2: Um, the only other match on the show, uh, Ali got a win over Andrade, which at first I thought was weird because Andrade is obviously the number one contender for the IC belt, but then I realized Ali's in pretty high standing as well because he had the match won yeah. before Brock Lesnar came out. So, and that he should have just took the, match. took the case down there and he stand done standing there for 20 seconds. I know, but what are you going to do? That was Raw SmackDown. I thought it was a bit of a slog this week. I thought it was
3: quite good compared, because okay. normally there's one that's awful and one that's clearly better. But this week they were sort of both like, yeah. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Mm, no, I thought
1: Raw was slightly better than me.
2: Me too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You haven't seen it, have you, Sam? So? I haven't. Not been busy this week. Right. <laughs> it sounds like I'd, I would have enjoyed SmackDown a little bit more though. Okay. I'm all about the backstage shenanigans. Fair play. So yeah.
2: Let's have a rummage in our mail
1: bags. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, thank you, Carl. Let's have a rummage in our mailbags. I haven't seen Carl for ages. No, neither have I. Sometimes used to bump into him in town. Now, are you all right, Carl? If you might need moved. to listen to this, you <laughs> might have moved. Got him on Facebook. I might see how he's doing. Um, this first one is from is that Z dollar? Z dollar? Z money? Z money? I Z
1: dollar symbol.
2: Yes, <laughs> uh, and he says hello, hi, hello. This week, uh, or she? We don't know. Uh, yeah. Hi, hello, hi, hello. Hello, Zelina or Zachariah. I'm guessing it's a boy, but just because most of it... Hello, hi, hello. This <coughs> week, I went to Money in the Bank. Oh, you were there? During the Women's Money in the Bank match, when Carmella got injured, my section thought she was actually hurt. So, <laughs> so when she walked out, we all clapped for her, because that's what you do in youth soccer or football, as y'all might call it. So they gave her like a... like a... Golf
3: clap. Yeah. She gave a bit back. <laughs> don't, get, don't get out with football as me.
2: For the fans coming all the ah, way. Ah, no,
3: but
1: wait? it means now, does it? Just walk Oh <laughs> Well, when they walk off, when they get substituted and stuff. Oh, at Any end of, the of the match. End of, end end of, end end of of the of the, the, match, oh, the match, Yeah, no, I... For the fans, yeah, at the end. And then for a substitution for the guy coming on. Don't get it, me. Uh,
2: later in the match, when she ran back out, I felt betrayed. You know what all else I don't
1: them. get in football on this
2: football yep. podcast? It's
3: when you do a back pass to the keeper, right? And everyone claps.
2: It's sensible, isn't it? <laughs> sensible. Easy as well. When well, you head it back to the keeper and they can catch it, then nobody
3: claps.
1: Because it's cowardice. No, no, they do, people do clap. Oh. Everyone claps. Then it's stupid. Yeah, don't get it. If they didn't clap, it would make sense. Let us know what you think about claps. One the of my classes, favorite
2: little them? bursts of applause in a football match is when your team's being pressed quite hard and you think they're going to lose the ball and then they manage to intelligently work it out. Someone does a big switch or something, everyone's like, oh, they've yeah. got this under control. I'll tell you what
1: else that. everybody loves. And it's not just restricted to football. It's an attendance clap. It's like... The attendance today people is 4,800 really people? people. doesn't happen
2: to no, football. No, people don't really care. People just go,
1: oh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: still react to it, though. But what does it matter? Richard's going to be so confused with all these claps when he's editing this. Sorry in advance, Richard. Um, later in the match, when sh- when Carmella ran back out, I felt betrayed and I wanted my claps back. Have you guys ever been worked hard at an event?
1: <laughs> wanted Carmella to give him back the clap. She felt uh, betrayed because
2: he could have be been worked. I've been worked hard at an event, putting up rings and that. Like a mule. Yeah, no. I um, like what
1: you've done there.
3: I agree with that sentiment.
2: What? That sentiment. All oh, right. The mute. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, I have. I have one. Yeah. Do you have one? Shall I do? Shall I go first? Or if you think of one. I'm trying to think of one. All right. Uh, mine was at one of our own shows when I really should have just known better. Um. Twice. It's happened twice. Both with injuries that I thought were legit and they weren't. First one was that big fun ladder match we had with all the different teams, Swords of Essex. Slater and Moss. Do you remember that? It was a crazy match. Everyone was going all over the place off ladders and stuff. Most of my time at these shows was spent doing this. Like staring at a screen. Ross, do you remember it? Uh, Yes, I do. Thank you.
3: Um, I used to sit there and do nothing.
2: Midway through the... (laughs) While the show was on. (laughs) Midway through the match, uh, Johnny Moss got injured and taken out and Liam had to do it on his own. But I saw Moss get injured and I was like, oh, he's injured. And I was sat with Sarah Timmis who was like first aid on the scene. And I turned to her and I was like, John Moss is injured. She was like, What? Ran off. And then I turned back to the ring and they're doing this clearly worked. Like he's going, You get the belt, Liam, you're on your own now. And I'm there, like, I've just told the medical girl. And she comes Aww. back twenty minutes later and goes like, He's absolutely fine. I was like, Yeah, yeah. To be fair, it
3: was his dicky elbow, wasn't it? That guy isn't it? Uh, I'm sure he had a dicky elbow that they played up.
2: Mm. And I just thought it was real. <laughs> I turned back to the ring and he's going, him and Liam are doing the proper, like, passing of the torch. He's like, it's all on you now. I was like, oh, I'm such an idiot. The other one was um, another Ice Arena show, maybe the same one, can't remember. Uh, Angle versus Cody Rhodes. And Cody uh, was limping all the way to the back. And then he got round the curtain and we were sat up in the bleachers and he went like down below us, out of view of the crowd, still limping. And I was like, "Ooh, oh, he's actually hurt. Later on, I saw him just walking about normally. He's fine. He was just working everyone from every angle. He seen you coming. He did. He's a pro. (laughs) Um, So I'm an idiot, basically. Is my story. Have you got any? Mine's Survivor Series.
3: Survivor Series. It's not quite the same vein as those, but like Survivor Series 2016 with Goldberg and Lesnar. I was furious that it was so short. Mm. Like properly furious. Like I didn't understand why it was furious until a day later Uh, when I realised like all the headlines and whatnot that was produced. and It was probably the right thing to do. Yeah. So I was like heading into that show the need to. Right the wrongs of WrestleMania 20 and they didn't do it, and I was very angry about it. Yeah. I remember Dragon Izu just pulling me to one side, going, Bro, <laughs> 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 he never said that. Um, so just brother. going, like, Oh, just imagine all the headlines and the attention it's going to get, and it's built to another match and whatnot. I was like, No, man, they should have had a 20 minute <laughs> <laughs> match. They should have done it properly, they like, didn't do it at WrestleMania. And I sat back and thought to myself, Yeah, the, the, no, the, the Dragon's, right the thing, dragon's yeah. correct. In that he's game. a wise old man. He's isn't a he? wise man. He literally dragon, has. If you, you haven't it. seen him before, he's got
1: one of those beards. <laughs> that wizards have sometimes puts beads in it yes yeah
2: sam i don't
1: have one not that i can think of mm. aside from when i was like super, you're super unworkable little you. you but aside from when you are like super little and you believe everything yeah. but like i had such a big break away from wrestling that like i don't really have any that i could, that come to mind immediately yeah. that's where fair. it i didn't think cuz when i came back into wrestling i was fully like indoctrinated into the whole Smartened up Yeah. to the biz to the biz- but, business
2: brother yeah Don't really have one, unfortunately. That's okay. We'll move on to the second question. Hello, Matthew, and whoever's bothered to show up. Well. Not
3: even Matthew.
2: Going to keep this short, but with TakeOver25 coming up, I was wondering what was your favorite ever NXT match? Thanks for all the great content and entertaining my Friday evenings, Sean from Ireland. Thank you, Sean. Um, I've got two again. I've got one that stands out in my head. Go on.
3: Bailey, Sasha.
2: Oh, I've got three, yeah. Just yeah, because yeah. The, the
3: end, when Bailey starts doing reverse runners off the top rope and whatnot, I'm just like, wow, you what? The entrance is, uh, of Sasha as well, that was a good and entrance. In the car. Yeah. Yes. I think t- that TakeOver, my, my favourite
2: TakeOver. Was that Brooklyn one?
3: Yeah. Oh, it's good Jushin Liger was there against Tyler. <laughs> yes, Reed. he was. Valor yeah. against Owens. Blue and Pants. Vladimir. Yeah, Blue Pants.
2: Oh, uh, everything that. <laughs> a variety show of, yeah. a,
3: of
1: an event. Um. Uh, it's a hard one for me to choose between them because they're all so good, but... Think it's the unsanctioned match, Johnny Gargano and yeah. smash Ch- that's that was one of my two. Like, because it's just so brutal. And yep. when he's got the brace across his face, storytelling. And, all yeah, when he and the ending of it is just so well
2: done. And yep. yeah, I love that. That was a really that was one of my two. Uh, yep. Oh, I'll give an honorable mention as well to the second War Games one. I couldn't believe there was even a debate that the first War Games was better. The second one for me, everyone was like it went on too long. Tactics were amazing. Mm. Do you remember that?
3: I remember the ov- overwhelming feeling of it being too long. Okay, right,
2: fair enough. <laughs> I was enthralled all the way through because it was so tactical. Um, but the one the one that I think is my favorite, as well as Champa Gargano 1, is uh, two out of three falls, Revival and DIY oh, from yeah. uh, Toronto. That was an, it's probably the best tag match I've ever seen. Yeah. So good. Um, it's one of those matches where, like, I've not watched it back that many times. I think I've probably seen it two or three times, but... It never, go, I, I forgot, there were so many twists and turns, things still surprise you, you're like, whoa, look at uh, that,
3: that was phenomenal. That was the first time in the revival did the old, stop
2: tapping out. It might have been, when they catch each other's yeah, hands, May, like might have been. I like that a lot. They did all their tricks in that match, they did the whole sneaking under the ring to pull the illegal man off, when. <laughs> <laughs> Wanking. <laughs> Ooh, uh. um, question three, hello there you sexy beasts. So sometime last week, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw a tweet that caught my eye. It was a tweet of someone saying a particular food combination that they enjoyed. What was the food combination, you may ask? It was ketchup. It was ketchup and chocolate chip cookies.
1: Satanist. That's awful, that.
2: I saw this and immediately thought that I should punch that person in the face for bringing something so disgusting into the world. My question to all of you is, are there any food quirks that you have that other people find gross? For me, resting question. For me personally, whenever I eat certain food like chicken nuggets or French fries, French fries... I don't have a sauce to dip them in. I just eat them how they are. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Nutcracker Samir. He's messaged him before. I recognise that name.
3: I've got one. Go on. Pot noodle sandwich. Ooh. I remember whapping that out at uni for the first time. And I was in there. where like It was like the maybe the first week or something we were all hung over. Seven of us in there. And I thought I'd... Might have well have just brought a baby out on the counter and cooked it or something. <laughs> people, all seven people were offended that I wiped out this bit of bread and just put a pot noodle on top and sure and started. I can see it. You can can't have the, con- the, the 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 trick is in the pour of the water. If you have too much water, the, the sandwich is a non-starter.
1: <laughs>
2: the consistency of the sandwich.
1: You
3: have to make sure that you get
2: the noodles the need to be fairly moist but congealed.
1: not wet. Yeah, yeah, not not soaked through. Yeah,
2: yeah. What flavour of pot noodle? I'm a spicy curry man. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. I might try that. That's actually really good. Good combo. Uh, you got I've
1: got, well, like a, I, I, first off, well, there's a, the one where it's like, I hate beans. I can't have beans. Mine involves um, beans, but I can't wait for Yeah, it well. like, so, beans in general, that's something that always makes people go like, what the hell? But my, in terms of my f- weird food thing, it's potato waffle sandwiches. They're just the boy. Potato they are the sandwiches. absolute boy. Dry. Dry, yeah, dry so heavy. Dry. So like, so that a good thing. yeah, it's great. So, <laughs> it's great. It's so dry. Big big hang glass on. of water and potato waffle sandwich. You get two slices of bread. I like to point out two potato this waffles. Isn't
2: what we do on a day to day.
1: No, this is like this is like if family hungover. members died and you need to like cheer yourself up. Wow,
2: <laughs> I was gonna say over, but oh yeah, I didn't hang on your
1: ass. What's um, the difference? <laughs> <laughs> but you, yeah, you. The trick is to it. You have to get a lot of ketchup in there to add oh, that right. moistness right. to it, because otherwise, yeah. yeah, it's far far too dry.
2: So, mine is, <laughs> at school in that, when you add, you know when you'd have like...
1: I must add, sorry, that you've got to compress it so it just turns to mush. Okay. Yeah. I'm like that with a crisp sandwich, me. I can't have a crisp sandwich unless it's compressed. Whoa. If you're feeling risky, and I've never done it before, I imagine you could do three waffles as well with four slices of bread, but you'd have to really get that mashed down yeah that's gonna that's gonna do you probably have to have on the bottom would have to probably be like a heel to catch all of the juice
2: right i just like (laughs) first question we're all like "Uh, i'm trying to think of something for this one we're all like "Ah, i've got it mine's um i don't know how common or uncommon this is but i've grown out of it now because i've been socially shamed out of it and i don't really like it anymore but you know at school when you get a choice of peas or beans yeah do you want peas or beans with fish and chips i used to go for beans which I think I know. I know. Look at your face there. No,
1: I fully agree.
2: Whoa, mm.
1: that hit beans, that... baked beans are disgusting. Oh my, they are disgusting. Chips and beans and cheese. They are. Oh, they stop. Are but, but the
2: fish awful. is the weird bit, isn't it? The fish is the weird bit. Fish and beans is a strange The texture of I'll admit that it is weird. The That's texture of them makes on, me well, yeah. throw up. I, I thought it was normal as well. Until fish and I got, beans on a Until fish. I got to secondary school and everyone was like, what are you doing? You yeah. peasant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on a bursary, didn't pay to go to school. Even though it was my My a brother was
1: uh, really weird as a kid. He used to smell his food and measure his food. Measure so, his food? Yeah. So he'd like, he would have like, he wouldn't use like a ruler or anything. He was like three or four years old. He would have like an action man and my mum would give him like a chocolate digestive. Yeah. And so he would immediately smell it to make sure it wasn't poisoned, I assume. Right. And then he would put it next to the action man. And then sometimes he'd get another digestive and just go, Did just to make sure it was right. How old was he? And then he would eat it, like should, three or four. Should, like, you're 17, get a job. <laughs> oh, well, he's still, he's still. I think he still, to this day, dips crisps in lemonade before he eats them. Oh That's God. foul. Absolutely foul. People are
2: strange. Just disgusted. Let us know your favorite weird food combinations and uh, let's get on with um, Reese's Pieces. Yes, time for Reese's Pieces. Peas or beans is the question. No, <laughs> beans all day long. <laughs> um, Reese's Pieces this week comes from Andrew Curry, and he's gone for a stable related one. Shield or New Day? The New World Order, yeah. Shield or New Day uh, is the question.
1: <laughs> it depends where you're looking at it from, because if you're looking at it from a pure in ring standpoint, it's got to be the Shield. Yep. But I was never a big fan of the Shield. Were you not? No, I, yeah, I What do you mean be-
3: from it? It has to be the Shield?
1: I think in Did terms you not of watch the Usos versus the New Day. Well, I just think yeah, I mean, these the the three members of the Shield are like prodigies, aren't they? Rollins is. Rollins is, yeah. Absolutely. Ambrose Ambrose is Rowan different. was born into it and Ambrose has clawed his way up. Yeah. They're, they're all, all like.
2: In a different way, they're all sort of excellent. Yeah. But the New Day have like made themselves. Oh yeah, like, like they're, they're so charismatic. The Shield were preordained. The New Day have like made it. Mm. Yeah. My
3: head is saying New Day. That's what I'm leaning because of their there. initial, not the initial, not the initial initial run, yeah, but the initial heel run in 2015
2: with Rollins involved. Yes, so that
3: it. period of time that was, was amazing, it and was. that was for me. I know I'm not the the Shield's target market. Me, I don't think I don't. F- I understand their appeal. I don't necessarily think they're cool. Right. You Know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the kids might. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is that's why I had I such a hard time sort <laughs> of
1: getting away with them. Was everybody's like, "They're so cool." It's like the they're, they're not they're not that cool. The the whole Sierra Hotel, it was forced and, like to cool. all that stuff. It was like it was, it was
2: proper edge control. I can see why kids like, uh, would find them really cool. Yeah,
1: kids and lasses definitely. Oh yeah. yeah, people who
3: fancy men, Aye. with long hair and wet hair. Yeah, and so straggly wet. hair. So wet. Oh well, my like, god, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just thought the New Day, that heel run. I don't so hey, much the care Day, for the... the New
2: Day or a handsome trio of lads. Oh, I know well. that, but
3: not not as, and, not. Uh, not like... Also,
2: the similarity between the New Day and the Shield is they're all a different type. Every girl out there will have a favorite member of the Shield or the New Day in terms of which one's the sexiest.
3: Big E's just the raw sexual magnitude. See, I was going
2: to say, Xavier's quite a handsome man.
3: But I'm not about raw, like, <laughs> sexiness, you know?
2: <laughs> Andrew you know, you
3: want to say, oh, I want to rip your singlet off,
2: Biggie. <laughs> Andrew Curry, I'm sorry your question's <laughs> turned into who's the fittest sable <laughs> out of the two. Um, I'm going to go for The Shield. Um, and I think it's because they've formed such a crucial part of the, the overarching storylines of the past sort of... Well, since we've been doing this job, basically. Yeah. Our our job has been defined by the Shield era. Um, All of the big storylines have been, not all of them, but a lot of them have been, and now we're all here, have been the breakup of the Shield, uh, the reunion of the Shield, Rollins cashing in at WrestleMania 31, the night where they all held the belt at once at Money in the Bank 2016, I think. And I just feel like if you take the Shield out of this period of time, what have you got? Like, they've really defined a lot of stuff that's happened. Also in the ring, Rollins is one of my favourite wrestlers is in the modern era so I've got to kind of go for The Shield also but I love Kofi too
3: Tell it's another thing in the new days yeah, column go on. is the fact they've never come close to splitting up
1: yeah I like that I like and that they button. feed all of those people that can't afford high up seats uh, if I caught
2: one of those pancakes I wouldn't eat it no, I don't know like someone's jockstruck right. I don't
3: know I remember when oh, yeah. an episode of Smackdown someone ate one of the ones inside Biggie's tights. Oh, oh and he's a wet man yeah he is a wet man he's a wet man he's a wet man <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's always wet and um, seeping
2: wetness when we look but what, who was it when they were do you remember was that confrontation backstage who's the best stable of all time and the shield came along at the end and went maybe it's us because it was the New Day and it was someone else I can't remember who the, it was the club
3: the League of Nations
2: it <laughs> wasn't the League it was, was the League of Nations I
1: don't know they're talking about who <laughs> the
2: best stable
3: of all time no, was. but
2: it was like a segment backstage where the New Day were like we're the best stable of all time and then they got confronted by someone else may have been Balor and the club and then The Shield came along and went, maybe it's... Oh, I can't remember exactly who it was, though. But I don't know, can, it, can either of these teams be considered the greatest stable of all time? No. Ooh.
1: I don't even think it's close NWO. with either of those two. I think it's got to be NWO. I've got to go with
2: D-Generation. DX did a lot
1: of really cool stuff. I think NWO for The sheer like, the initial bit before it got crap, where it was, like, the whole takeover idea, and it was, like, poisoning the company. Before there were too many members. To bring back the
3: old analogy... You got NWO and DX are like Ronaldo and Messi. Oh, but I think New Day and Shield are like Bale okay. and Modric. Not not so much Bale now. I'd say you, the I Shield are Showl Oh, that's that's an awful thing I to say. You're gonna, <laughs> I thought you were gonna
2: say that. Then you've got like Maradona and Pele are the four horsemen.
3: The horsemen are in the, the I think the Ronaldo and Messi tier. Oh right, okay, yeah.
1: right. Well they they pioneered it. Which team so. is is your little favourite, little Vern?
3: My favourite little Vern. Yeah. League of Nations, the lads. <laughs> the lads no. had such a great time together. <laughs> Who
2: did they support? Plovdiv? Look
3: at them Plovdiv.
2: Yeah, that was their team, wasn't it? Was it? Was it? Rusev's I do Rusev's, Rusev's team. from Plovdiv, yeah. I thought he
3: supported them. He got the keys to Plovdiv? Did he? Aye.
2: well Oh, yes.
1: It was a big, master's <laughs> key, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just it did the way you said it. Like, if I didn't know, you were on about like, the keys to the city. Just just like the keys to everybody's house. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, got, <laughs> he's got the keys
3: to
2: Plovdiv. You can have the keys
3: to <laughs> <laughs> mine if you want to.
2: Right. Well, I'm going to cast my final vote for The Shield in this Reese's pieces. It's one nil. Do with it what you will. As much as I
1: see, because as I said, from a pure in-ring standpoint, I think it's the Shield. But I think you can't deny the New Day's charisma. I think I'm going to have to go with the New Day on it. One one. I think the New
3: Day because of what Kofi did at WrestleMania. One of the most important factions in like wrestling history. Yeah. Right. Just because of the history they made, so I'm going to go for them.
2: Fair enough. There you have it. Officially, we've decided. That the new Day are better than the Shield. Have it that you unlucky, Shield lovers and lucky lads. It's cultaholics. Big question. And finally, it's time for, and I think I'm probably contractually obliged to do Matthew's big, big, big question. Oh, you didn't where's, even bring uh, the puppet? Yeah, where's Papa Jack? Oh. Talk amongst yourselves. Has he? D- has he taken he it with him? He, ha- he he actually has. All right, well, <laughs> use him instead. No. Go on, use he's Ross de- instead.
1: Use Ross <laughs> instead. He's
2: taking the puppy.
1: <laughs> he's of wandering around he's the airport. Of
2: course, he's, he's taking it. He's not going to use Ross's what? head for what? Just to as puppet Jack. He's standing he for he used puppet Jack for the mailbag, not for this. Oh. Got, he's definitely taking it. Seedy bastard. What's he doing with that in the plane toilet? That's me, that. That's my, that's Do you remember my when it was a p- No,
3: that, that question is founded because no one had the paper one to begin with. Yeah. There was a hole where the mouth was.
2: So, it's so it could talk. Right. Aye. Well, Aye. Yeah. Aye. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the big question this week is um, who is going to replace... Pack at All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing this Saturday. It's CM Punk Lake because he was wearing that hoodie. Should we talk about the people in the conversation,
1: right? Yes. We talk
3: about the main... It's one of two, is it, surely? Who are you two? Him and the old Oh, one. I think it's Sam. Yeah, Sam <laughs> right. and uh,
1: why I'm going to be in He's Vegas. He's going to be in Vegas
3: then. John Moxley. Punk and Moxley. Yeah. They're the two big hitters. S- Richard Tubman was saying before that, that apparently someone said that it's going to be bigger than uh, Pac. They said, yeah, it's bigger than bigger Pack. Bigger than Pac. Yeah,
1: so where, how do you make a bigger that, uh, Diamond Unless I meant, like, from a literal sense. Well, Jerry
2: like Ace, Lynn. Ace Romero or something. <laughs> <like that. laughs> DDP, Jerry Lynn. I think that it could be... Tama has been desperately trying to get himself booked on Twitter. Oh, fair there. play. No. Oh,
1: no. oh that would be awful. Could you imagine?
2: That WrestleMania pre-show, man. Oh, no, because it's against Hangman Page, what am I talking about? Um, I keep thinking that it's going to be Neville's opponent or Pax. I need to get into my head that it's not. It's Hangman Page's opponent. That's who we're going to have. Joey help. Ryan, Cody Hall. <laughs> Joey Ryan doesn't seem bigger than... But, like, bigger than Pac, though, isn't it? Yeah. Austin
1: Gunn seems
3: like a tall man. They've backed themselves yeah. into a corner with that comment. If it's, it's true. Big time. <laughs> if Richard hasn't just
2: made it up. Yeah. It's undertaker. Are point. you questioning Richard Tubman's integrity? No, sorry, Richard, if you're editing this. Sorry. Um, I think the most likely is Moxley Ambrose. Um, but...
3: Oh. but Punk put that thing on Instagram didn't he he was listening to if it it's, it's clobbering time
2: if it's Moxley I'll be really excited if it's Punk I'm not going to know what's going on because it's <laughs> yeah. going to be like history in yeah. front of our eyes the whole thing is like wrestling history he's, so he's, not doing that, that <laughs> he's
1: doing that MMA thing but it, wh- where is that what
2: is he doing sorry he's commentating on, he's MMA commentating
1: on an MMA show but is it in a different time zone is it
3: yeah, like we should have looked at where team. it was before yeah. we came in here. We, we should have done.
2: done. It's in <laughs> Reno, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's in the lobby of the MGM brand Because <laughs> <laughs> they did
3: that with Jericho. Because Jericho was playing a show. I don't know why his show was, but Tony Khan flew him in and flew him straight back out again. Right. So they've got history of flying people in and flying them straight back out again.
2: Yes, I don't know if Reno is in Nevada, by the way, but they do have history of that was that I Jericho. That
3: Jericho, Dublin. all well, uh, in. Pentagon. So. Yeah. yeah. He's oh. doing a fuzzy gig somewhere at the same time, so they flew him in for that and then flew him
1: straight back aren't you.
2: I can't think of any other realistic ones apart from Moxley and maybe Punk. And maybe Tamatonga, because there's a the whole bullet he's a distant. The third thing is me. like
1: he could he could like he might not have to be at the venue till like maybe half nine, ten. Who's he? Just the replacement. Punk, yeah, like
3: oh, they could right, they yeah. could put that match on late. Yeah, you yeah. know, like so yeah. Will it not close the night?
2: I don't know. Crowning the watch, first go. champion. I thought Omega Jericho might. Omega Jericho will close the night. But right. maybe, maybe that match will close
3: Your the Your two night. biggest names. Should it should have made more sense to have the first champion. That's, 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 is that's that wrestling been confirmed tradition is the and they're going to break the wheel I
2: thought it was as well, but then I don't know what actually is the title match now. It's not officially listed as the title match. Oh, maybe they changed it. I've got no idea what's going on. Let's give it to the winner the Battle Royal. Yeah. Let's give it to Sean Spears. <laughs> first AEW champion. Ten. Give it to Glacier. He's in the Battle Royal. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to go... Oh, no. We'll do it on the predictions. We'll Kevin do Nash. The predictions. Kevin Nash. Oh, let's all do a joke one to close the podcast with a big laugh. George Miz. Jake uh, the Snake Roberts. I'll go for Matthew. There we go. Right. <laughs> Thanks very much for watching, everyone. Um, if you want to send us mail, I forgot to mention, you can do that at mailbag at cultaholic.com.
1: Is it not cultaholic.com forward slash post
2: or whatever Matthew usually says? Yeah, no. It's mailbag (laughs) at cultaholic.com. Hall of Fame votes can be voted for on the Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. You can follow me on Twitter at JackTheJobber. Follow me on Twitter at LessDefined. At RossOnRasslin. And never forget, as Matthew always closes the podcast with, to hit subscribe. And Tickle the balls and vague us, yes.
1: Thanks for watching. Let us know what you think in the comments below. You can follow Colaholic on Twitter, at Colorholic, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward If you enjoy what we do, you can pledge to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Hit subscribe, and don't forget, join us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.